This episode of the Rooster Teeth Podcast is brought to you by Grubhub. Order meals from your favorite takeout restaurants delivered right to your door without ever making a call. To get $5 off your first order over $10, go to grubhub.com slash RT and use the code podcast. That's grubhub.com slash RT and code podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Hulu Plus. Watch your favorite shows anytime, anywhere with Hulu Plus. On your TV or on the go with your smartphone or tablet. Shows like Family Guy, Once Upon a Time, New Girl, Scandal, and more. Right now you can try Hulu Plus free for two weeks when you go to huluplus.com slash roosterteeth. This episode of the Rooster Teeth Podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website, portfolio, or online store. For a free trial and 10% off, go to squarespace.com and use offer code ROOSTERTEETH. That's offer code ROOSTERTEETH at squarespace.com. Hey, everyone. Hey. Welcome to the Rooster Podcast. Hey. The uh, final podcast. we get podcast. the Game of Thrones spoilers out of the way right away? No, <laughs> no. Snape kills kidding. Dumbledore. I'm just kidding. Uh, just kidding. Welcome to the Rooster Podcast this week with Gus. Gavin. Miles. Birdie. And Gus. <laughs> so <laughs> two of you were at two PAX East this weekend. That was, I, so by process of elimination, because you said two of you, that means you were not. So that leaves just two of the three of us that were there. Very good. Fractions. Spoiler, it was me and it was Gabby. Yeah. Welcome back. You all I, didn't see, I didn't see Gavin the entire time. Well, well, what were you doing? Just hanging out? Like panels and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was at, I was, this was my time to go around. Like you guys were, it was the lads there in there, Lindsay, Monty as well. And so I just, I went, spent this entire con doing like industry catch up stuff. That's what I did. So how did you walk around? What's that? How did you get around without? It was, it was not easy. We so, like I, we've talked about this before. I don't actually need glasses, so if I what what? <laughs> so if I take off my glasses and I walk around without my glasses off, it sl- it does slow down the process of you mean getting stopped on the floor. You're like a shitty yeah, Superman. I get, st- I get stopped, <laughs> but it is like it's it's also a thing too. If like people see you and you're walking with purpose, a lot of times like oh it looks busy, I'll just catch them later yeah. or whatever. But once you stop, then you're, then like, you're stopped. And then so it's like, oh, hey, you say take pictures for people and all this stuff. It's really cool. I say, but I gotta get like there. So why don't we all walk like another 20 feet and I'll stop again and do that. So that's just the strategy. My, my method for getting around was a three step process. Hood up, gold sunglasses on, pretend like I'm on the phone. That's good. (laughs) They're actually very effective. Yeah, people, people are really cool. People don't, I mean, they know they'll catch you another time or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, like there were times when I was helping Ashley shoot some news segments. If I had the camera on my thing, everybody was just like, nope, he's working. I think the camera can get you a lot of stuff. It can get you into places. It can also get you in trouble in places. I'm going to – Pussy. Did, did, <laughs> I'm pussy. And that, and that too. Some girls are really into camera dudes. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah? No, it's, it's – like, are you being serious? You... No, I'm deadly serious. Yes. I was filming a poker game once and this girl was like, I'm really into like skinny camera dudes. It's totally my type. And I was like, <laughs> all right. And she was deadly serious. Was she I a like prostitute? <laughs> No, no, it's a she very was, weird specific <laughs> fetish. Yeah. It's like skinnycameradudes.com. <laughs> and she was like telling me about her ex boyfriend, who was like a documentary guy. I was like, oh, not kidding. <laughs> that, that's a she very. She probably thinks you'll film her. I mean, you know, that could be the, her. I, I think I might know the person that you're talking about. And she seemed like she was very into her thing she had going on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, her pole shizzing. You are correct. Yes. Yeah. All right. So, speaking of which, speaking of which. Uh, the segue to that, people who are super into stuff that's really awesome. The bar for cosplay is just too fucking high at this point. Like, if I made, Miles, if I made a cosplay, mm. I'd be the guy who's like the Iron Man made out of pizza boxes. <laughs> yeah. And like, just like, or like the kid's Halloween costume. Yeah. 
the people, first of all, the League of Legends booth at PAX East in Boston this weekend was, Gus, I want to say it was an 80 by 80 booth. It's huge. That's massive. Huge. It was massive. Like when you go down the escalators, it was the whole left side, Mm -hmm. like that side over there. Took it all of that space up when you're coming down the escalators. Got a cosplay contest, uh, I want to say day two. And the line of people in costumes wrapped all the way around that booth, then all the way down the exterior wall, and then down another wall halfway of the exterior wall of the convention hall. Wow, just to get, like, your costume judged? Like, just to get up there? These were all people in costume, yeah, and they were all, like, filing through to go through this costume contest. And we're talking, like, good... Dude, they were fucking amazing, Miles. I don't know the I don't know the characters. I tried to look up. There's a mermaid character. I think Ariel, I believe. Or Cerule <laughs> is I think is the name. King Triton, the champion in League of Legends, which we've also discovered League of Legends champions. They all have very unique names. Like they're very searchable, but nobody knows how to pronounce them at all. What do you mean? Like, how would you pronounce S I V I R the name? Sever. How would you pronounce S I V I R? S I V I R. Severe. Severe. Siver. Siver. Yeah, Seaver, and it's like big debates over how to pronounce these things, and I'm sure that people are going to blow up at me because I'm not pronouncing it their particular way. But there's really it's it's hard to find a pronunciation guide for these things. But Cerule, I think I looked it up, was the is the mermaid champion. There was this lady who had a like from the waist up, it was like this awesome perfect mermaid costume, but then from the waist down, she would built a fucking island with like fake <laughs> like a fake fish tail, and she would like. Walked the island, like the whole thing, like it was almost like a hard skirt, but it looked perfect and it looked like she was sitting on a rock and she would Weird. get up and she'd move and she was like, and she had like octopus tentacles as well. I, I don't think it's like actually that mermaid. I tried to look it up later, see what it was. There might be like a half woman, half octopus, uh, huh. champion that's in League of Legends, but it, it was fucking amazing. It I was saw fucking an amazing. doing this on the escalator. <laughs> <laughs> and there was a ton of Ruby cosplayers. I got a picture of a, of a Yang cosplayer Sweet. that I saw and they're also, it's like, the bar's too high. The bar's too high. And my girlfriend Sheena's walking around. She, every day she had on a different perfect costume. She had a fucking Final Fantasy sword that was like 12 feet tall. I saw that. I yeah. saw that. I saw that because uh, we were all going to get a cab together to the hotel <laughs> and they wouldn't take them because that wouldn't fit in any of the cabs. They had to get a van. Yeah, she weighs like 80 pounds. <laughs> and things like, I don't know how she could like, I understand she can hold it up, but then she, she as a whole unit would just tip over. Or something <laughs> the like wind that. would just take her. Yeah. <laughs> take me to the Kong. <laughs> but she's like, it's like that bar is way too high now. Like I, that's like in the last five you could, years. You could be like an amateur cosplayer. Like you don't have to be pro, right? You can just like come in. That's when you go league. the funny route. If you can't do it serious and you can't make it look good, that's when you just always go the funny route. Like make like it look bad on purpose. Pizza box Iron Man. Like, yeah. Totally. But, but embrace the pizza, like have pepperoni. And on there were those dudes. Like that. Yeah. Like there were, the, there were the dudes like who came and they all dressed as the Mario guys. Like there was a, Mario, sure. a Luigi, a Wario, wow. and a Waluigi. And they looked like they had like the felt costumes they'd made themselves <laughs> and they were just kind of okay, but it was kind of cute. But I was like, yeah, you guys are, you guys are a bunch of dickheads. <laughs> look at what, look at the fucking lady walking around as like a moving island. There was a dude who was dressed as like an eight foot tall character from Wildstar, that new MMO that's coming out. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it was, it was perfect. It's like his head must have been somewhere in here where you couldn't see it. And it was just, uh, it was perfect. Jesus. And it's just like, I don't know. I get like, when people want to get started in doing like online video stuff, mm. we always tell them, well, just get started. You know, just get started. But like, now I get it. Cause someone said, Oh, just start doing cosplay. I'd be like, fuck no. I look like a fucking idiot. <laughs> just make that. Yeah. You, you should tell them, be like, so nice costume. Can you make a YouTube video? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> fuck off, bitch. It was a good convention. Pax East is, I think is my favorite one of all the ones I've been to. PAX and that was a really the best good one. The Everyone was friendly. No one was a knob. It's fine. Checklist done. I feel like Tip. I'm talking too much in the beginning of the podcast, it's- but I disagree with you. Because you had, you had a knob. Boston 
as a city has the worst fucking service of any city that I've ever been in in my life. I mean, I, yeah, I, yeah, I wasn't, no, talking, people I wasn't talking about the fans. They yeah. were great. The actual like surrounding service, like security and like people at the hotel, oh, what, wait, waiters, awful. Was it right? <laughs> so I want to make a quick correction. I think the mermaid character's name is Nami. Nami, and show, not show me Cyril. Nami. Yeah, that's it. Is that her? I don't know. That's I love Nami Cos. This was from PAX Prime 2013, so this Thank might be you. someone else. Because I was looking it up on the plane trying to oh, figure out wow. N-A-M-I? Yeah. Yeah, that so, looks like it. That looks like it. Someone, it's, who was that uh, on Twitter? Uh, Mark Gino Vincent. Dude, Thank you for the correction. You, and I looked up in cosplay galleries for PAX East 2014. I was trying to find pictures of this Nami cosplay uh, or mermaid cosplay from League of Legends. I couldn't find it. And uh, if anybody can send me a picture of that girl in particular, that would be amazing. That'd be really cool. It's funny you said that she nailed the upper half of the of the mermaid costume. I'm sitting here going like, I think that's just a chick in a bikini. If I did it, I'd be wearing like a little mermaid bikini. That's what I'd be wearing. That'd be my, you know, my hair. Yeah. So I was getting dinner with with Meg on one of the nights and we were ordering food and Man. the waitress came over and said, One thing on the menu is sold out, but I won't tell you what it is because if you don't order it, then it's fine, you know. What? That's kind of it's like a game. Yeah, I like that's all cheeky. Meg ordered. It was totally the thing that was sold out. And then instead of the waitress apologizing, she was like, "Ooh, burn!" <laughs> <laughs> like, Shouldn't you be apologizing instead of just being like? And she was like, "Oh, I cut so deep." Spit on your food. Really like, oh, enjoy that. So like, to spit instead. <laughs> yeah, it was like so sarcastic, but really mean, and like she really hated us. <laughs> yeah, you fucked, aren't you? <laughs> I, w- I went to the the hotel lobby. There's like a little bar restaurant area there, and the hostess was there. And I can tell you what she was doing because I watched her do it for about two minutes. She had a sheet of paper and she had a column of numbers, and she was just going through and writing other numbers next to it. No, I had enough time to figure out what the relation was between the numbers because I'm watching her do this. This is a hostess, like. One, four, five, seven, eight. She's writing 13, 19, 21. And I'm standing there. And I finally went, uh, hey. She goes, yeah. And I go, can we, uh, can we get a table? She goes, yeah, but our, uh, you can sit down, but our kitchen's not going to open for another half hour. And I said, okay, that's great because all we want is drinks. She goes, okay. She goes, I go, we just want like coffee and stuff. She goes, well, I haven't made any. I was like, it's <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. And then I was like, ah, and then Ashley goes, hey, how about we go to Starbucks? And then like yanks me away. <laughs> and then we went out to dinner with E from Xbox Live, who you may know from a uh, game time video we did with him. And he had to be, I remember specifically, he wanted to be back at the convention hall at nine because he wanted to go to the giant bomb panel. We worked that out. So we got to the restaurant at 8.15, but it was, everything was packed because there's nothing around that convention center. Right. The middle of nowhere. Yeah. So we did find a restaurant where they could see us in within five minutes, which was amazing. They even made a big deal about the fact that they weren't going to give us three of the same chairs. One of your chairs will be different. Is that okay? And we're like, yeah, that's totally fine. He's no. Like, he goes like, well, it's a big deal to us. We're like, well, it's a nice place. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> the, we sat there. After they sat us, it's the thing where we sat there for 20 minutes and we're talking. We realized nobody oh. has come up to our table. Like they just didn't assign a waiter or waitress to our table. Were you sat in the window? We were close to the window. Yeah. Did you come by and see us? Totally saw you in there. Oh, did you really? <laughs> I you by. probably saw us doing this. <laughs> <laughs> because we thought, okay, we sat down with 40 minutes before 9 o'clock. We thought, maybe we can get done, get food, get out, and we get E back to his panel and go see these guys. Uh, we were at dinner for two and a half hours. Jesus. <laughs> it was so fucking That's slow. That's a special kind of torture, so having to sit it. down for that long. Oh, not only did he miss it, we weren't even done with dinner by the time the panel ended. Jesus. I mean, it was like, it took for fucking ever. And every time we talked about how long it took, then it like added uh. another half hour to it. 
Yeah, but and your then, chairs were the same though. I mean, so you had that going for you. <laughs> you know what the did at the end of it too? What? She comes up and she's like, she's like, here you go. Oh, the gratuity's already in there. Like, it was oh, even, it was no. like, she fucking did. Fuck you. There's three of us. Who adds gratuity for three fucking people? The I best just, damn restaurant in Boston. <laughs> that's who. Oh my God. What was it like 20%? I don't know. Yeah, that was. I got terrible fucking food poisoning last year at PAX East. Did you really? Like, some of the worst ever of my life. Like, I think it was the first night. No, it was before the first night. I had just finished setting up. So it was Thursday night. You know, everyone hadn't yeah. gotten there yet. Uh, I was there with Alan. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we were staying out at the Intercontinental. There's like a steak place right around the corner. Uh, so we're like, let's go, let's go eat a steak. So we go into the steak place. I get like some Cajun rub bullshit thing. I was like, wow, <laughs> this steak's really good. Go back to my room, you know, pass out, fall asleep. I woke up at about three in the morning. I was like, man, I've got a serious stomach ache. <laughs> I was like, I'm just gonna go back to sleep. Nope, can't go back to sleep. Oh, God. <sighs> I need to run to the toilet, and I'm not sure if I'm going to make it. (laughs) And it was like the kind of thing where it's coming out of both ends at the same time, and you don't know how to position yourself. It's like, do I sit and puke on the floor, or do I puke and shit on the floor? Nah, you just climb in the tub and turn it on. That's what you do. Make a nice stew. It was fucking (laughs) terrible. And and then afterwards, I laid on the floor because the tile was cool, and I was like, I'm just going to lay on the cool tile for (laughs) a bit and try to get over this violence that just happened to me. I hate that moment when you decide, you you agree with your brain that you are going to throw up, and Mm -hmm. at that point, it's like, I might actually not make it. And it's really scary because you're going to be like, I don't want to, like, disturb my body too much. <laughs> yep. And in the end, it's just like... Mm. It's just so violent. Yeah. Yeah, but it was, like, such a relief. And then I felt drained. That's why I just, like, oh. had to lay down. I was like, I just got to, like, recover from that for a little bit. <laughs> you said a hardcore ab workout is all it was. <laughs> you just worked on your core for a few minutes and then leaked. That's yeah. what that was. I watched you, uh... I watched you leg it out off a panel before in Chunda. Oh, yeah, I've done that <laughs> Was it Akon? Yep. 2006. Yeah, I don't, I don't travel Fine well. Year. <laughs> was it 06? Man, that was forever ago. Yeah, you, go, you got up and just kind of shimmied off in the background. <laughs> and then I saw you afterwards. You're like, I threw up everywhere. <laughs> it was shooting out of me. It's been known to happen occasionally. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. So the steak place you went, was it the high-end steak place that's right near there? I'll name it. I don't care. Go ahead. Smith and Walensky. Oh, okay. I thought you went to Morton's, but no. No, that, no, That's no. the place to poison I, I do. You. I do like going to Morton's, but I was at, this was at Smith and Walensky. The reason I ask is it was you and Alan, and Gus and Alan have this thing when they go to cons together. They just try to eat at the nicest possible places. It's what, and the it's a money. thing with them. And one time, Alan was accidentally texting me while he was texting Gus. <laughs> oh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> they were plotting out. Oh, a, really, month out a month out. A month out. It was I'll, him. A month out, they were plotting out all the places they were going to eat at GDC or where were you going? We were going to Dice, and he, he was like, he was like, I found this great Thai place. Oh, it's check this one out. And I had to Not like, meetings they were going to have yeah, or anything. He, he, he somehow replied to a group text with me and Bernie, and I had to send him a separate text. And I'm like, you're texting me and Bernie, Bernie, are you going to be there? <laughs> Look at this place, so expensive. Let's go. If you could have texted, if, uh, if you could have texted this, I bet you would. <laughs> I'm like, cut. <laughs> Uh, I probably still have it here somewhere. Probably do. I actually, I love the rudeness of the East Coast. What? It's, it's refreshing. Like, I think because I hate friendliness. Yeah. Is that so? Because I'm from England where everyone just stares at the ground and nobody uh-huh. talks to you and makes eye contact and stuff. So what, what's wrong with friendliness? Does it just make you uncomfortable? Do you feel like it's not genuine? What is, what is it? Yeah, the non-genuineness, it just irritates me. Oh. Like, everyone's like, hey. <laughs> you hate your life and you know it. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I walked up to this guy because there was no water in the room. So I walked up to a guy in the lobby. I was like, "Excuse me, do you know uh, do you know anywhere in this hotel where I can buy water?" And he and he was just looking ahead, and uh, he looked ahead for like eight seconds. And I was like, 
Is How long do I wait before I say it again or just walk away? And he went, hmm? <laughs> Got a room here? And I was like, yeah, 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 520 or something. He's like, show me the key. I was like, and then he just walked off. And I was like, is he? And then he came back with a bottle of water. But it's just like such a weird sort of rude approach to doing that. What was the, there was, and he's in service. It's a hotel lobby. Yeah. There, there, was, there was something else like that we had. Like, I can't remember what it was. You got the, you got the text there. What was the thing yeah. where somebody was like telling us something but not telling it to us? Like they were going to hide it like the what was uh, sold out. I'll, I'll think about it a second. Go with the text thing. So the text thing it was planning and preparation for dice. And it's a link to uh, what to order at Lotus of Siam Thai <laughs> restaurant in Las Vegas. And I'm just getting this text. I'm not going to dice. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's like this whole thing about like what you should eat and what you shouldn't eat at this restaurant. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and Alan texts me later, per, like a one-on-one text. He goes, "I don't know what happened uh, with the text." Uh, <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> it was really bizarre. I don't even like Thai food. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> the way that happened, but in general, our travel was completely fucked up on this trip. Like completely fucked up. And oh, like I, nightmare. I only had hotels for Friday to Sunday, but I was <laughs> I had tickets, to, uh, to plane tickets from Thursday to Monday. So I was like, I guess I just don't you have didn't sleep on someone's floor. No, uh, Megan Castro switched with me. And then she ended up on a four day trip. She had to switch hotel rooms three times. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought you were going to be talking about like the, the hail coming in this morning, but the hotels were fucked. No, she, the travel was a little bit fucked. She should have told me. I had two rooms. I wasn't using one. Why, why'd you what? have two? Well, because Meg had a room and she didn't use it. Oh, that makes sense. Fair. Yeah. Fair play. Yeah, she was out there doing a, mm-hmm. a, a thing called Next Level. Yeah. Yeah, uh, there's like a esports thing that Ubisoft is doing. It's like cool. a casual competitive gaming. Yeah, we're like casual anyone, competitive, or okay. anyone can walk up. It's like more open. It's not just exclusive to people who are super pro and specific at one type of game. Makes sense. And, and we actually, uh, Michael and I also ended up over there for one point doing a little stream with the trials guys. Yeah, that was fun. We did a couple of things, and we did a, a a match where we sat down and played Evolve. That was so. Oh cool. my god, what is that like? Evolve was awesome. So that was probably, I'd say, the biggest hit on the floor. Like big, big standouts were. I mean, League of Legends is always huge. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um uh, Wildstar uh, was there. It was a really big booth. That was really cool. Ubisoft showed some Watchdog stuff, but then didn't later. Um, yeah, they, <laughs> they had it the day one, but they didn't have it day two and three. Really? They had Watchdog stuff. Yeah, That's weird. Yeah, Am how I, is that game? I'm off base there, right? They they had it day one and then it was gone. Yeah, and then but then Evolve was huge. Like the 2K booth was probably the biggest, most traffic booth I'd say, and they had uh, Borderlands, the pre sequel, which mm-hmm. they're putting out, uh, and Evolve. Uh, which is by the guys who made uh, Left 4 Dead. Yeah, Turtle Rock Studios. Turtle Rock, yeah. I, I can't can, wait. I, I would describe it as just an insanely intensified version of fighting the tank in Left 4 Dead. Uh, that's a oh great way to put it. It's just so tense and cool, and it's so class-based, too. It's not as generic as... Did you get to play both sides, or just a... No, uh, Michael was the monster, and... Uh, <laughs> it seemed, makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's he like did. an extended boss battle. It's like a boss match. I like yeah. all of the unique characteristics and attacks. I haven't played it, um, but based on what I've read, it seems like the unique characteristics of each class yeah. really plays well. Like I was the medic. I had the ability to snipe and reveal weak points in the monster. That's I could cool. also tranquilize it, which put it an outline on it so everyone could see it, and it also slowed it down a little bit. Mm. And also I could uh, heal. Heal people. He checked my prostate at one point. We put up a video on the know about it. We couldn't, uh, we couldn't show any gameplay. We had to use kind of canned footage for, mm-hmm. uh, gameplay because they would just wouldn't allow that, you know, just shoot the screens, you know, because these are not final builds right. and all that. Um, and so, uh, I played support and I had a shield that I could use to shield everybody else but me. So if the monster was going after somebody, I could sit there and shield them. Uh, and they were pretty much indestructible whenever I had my shield on. Yeah. It took a couple of seconds That's to That's why I was healing you the most is because you were the only one who was 
unshielded. Oh, that so makes I, sense. I focus so my when you use the shield, does it shield everyone at once, or is it one person? One at person at a time. time. I had to like target them, and, and I had to like, stay with them. And, and medic and team fortress two type thing. Yeah, kind of like that. And the, but he's the medic, you know. It's kind of split up. And then I also can call in an orbital bombardment. And then I had my own gun. And then the most unique class was Lindsay. She played the trapper. And she could set these sound spikes. I don't know what exactly they did, but her big deal she did was when you found the monster, she could throw down and set up a mobile arena, which would then put a like an energy shield dome around us, yeah. and that would trap us in one place where we could kill the monster. <clears throat> the guy was saying that the map without that is kind of like the size of a battlefield map, just like mm-hmm. super huge. huge. And then you end up playing in a in a little dome that's yeah. just so tiny, like a really intense little map. So and then Raven was assault. Like Ra- assault's like a typical yeah. you know battle. FPS class. So you're really fucked if your trapper gets killed because you're like, great. No, the monster kind can of. be anywhere. Well, yeah, anyone who gets killed, you're kind of screwed. That's screwed. It's kind of cool that way. And it's got the same mechanics of like down them and then they're on the ground, you can pick them back up, <clears throat> or the monster can sit there and pound on them and kill them, or they bleed out while they're on the ground. That's what I loved about Left 4 Dead is if you don't work together as a team, you're actually like completely, totally fucked if you run off on your own and try to totally. be a hero and stuff. I, I finally got Titanfall for the 360 and I started playing it. And it's, it's super fun. I can't deny that it's really, really fun, but it's like I, 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 I earned a sniper after playing however many rounds or something. I don't touch the thing. I don't touch any of the shit that I unlock. It's not really a sniping game for me. It's not, I don't it's, know. I'm not very effective with it at all. I said it's like junk food. It's just like it goes straight through you. It's delicious. It's tasty and really intense, but it has no nutritional value whatsoever. <laughs> it's 12 minutes of, ah, and then, and then you want it again. But like, it's, I don't know. It's, it's, it's really strange. I don't even play as a Titan. I, I don't like no, the Titans that much. I play as a, I play as a, uh, pilot all the time and I put the titan in auto mode and have it follow yeah. me. My, my titans get destroyed immediately. I just, right? do rodeo, I just do rodeo attacks. I've decided my favorite mode is last titan standing. I, I play hate that, that almost exclusively You're good with now. the titan. Yeah, with a titan I'm fucking... Which titan do you which, use? Do you yeah. use the ogre? Uh, for last titan standing I'll typically use an ogre, sometimes I'll use an atlas. I always use the fast guy. The little one? Oh, I love coming up against favorite. those. my favorite. I will blow the shit up out of it's you in about on. two seconds flat. Wait, do you have it for the one or three sixty? Three sixty. Oh, one. Ah, oh, fuck you. All right. <laughs> I'm current gen. Here, let me let me read this thing right now. Oh, let me do the last Boston oh, thing real quick. Ashley just reminded me what it was. We were in line to the security. We had all these terrible service things in Boston, and we're going out. And the last thing was, we're in the security line, going to leave Boston, and we watched the guy in front of us go. Um, to the thing he goes uh, here. It shows the little boarding pass. The guy and he goes. He goes. Yeah, your pre check. And he goes. The guy says, oh, I guess I am. Is there a pre-check line here? And he goes, yeah. <laughs> and he, the guy goes, like this, he goes, it's over there. It's like, it's like <laughs> there was just like enough pause, like, are, is there going to be a monetary transaction here? <laughs> it's like, I think that's what that pause is. It's like, I'm not going to, I'm going to give enough room to where you feel yeah. like you have to give me money. Oh my God. Yeah, I, when, when the guy was just staring ahead and ignoring me, I didn't look at his hand to see if he was like yeah. holding his hand up for money or anything like <laughs> but that. It was the same thing. It was that pause. That's yeah. what reminded me of it. I forgot about that. It's like, yeah, he wouldn't tell the guy where the pre-check line was. That's fucked up. I'm going to start doing that. Pause. I'm going to start doing the uncomfortable pause with people. See, people are going to walk money? away. <laughs> if I lived in Boston, I went anywhere else in the world, I would be amazed. And like, I go to a restaurant, I go like... This guy's a fucking prick. He does everything I tell him to do. They must be amazed. They must be waiters everywhere else in the world are fucking yeah. pushed over. Like, yeah, someone from Boston asks someone for water and they go away and get it. And they're just like. <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe it? It's like a respect thing. Yeah. A dominance thing. <laughs> look, look at this fucking loser. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let me read this. I uh, want to give thanks to Grubhub for supporting our podcast. Grubhub provides food delivery from your favorite local restaurants. Grubhub is available in more than 600 U.S. cities from nearly 28,000 takeout restaurants. Uh, so you should give Grubhub a try. I used it recently. We talked about it last week. I used to order some food from Schlotzky's. It's great. 
like I said, you don't have to talk to anyone. You order food online, the food shows up, you eat it. Oh, awesome. Uh, so it's from your desktop or their mobile app. You can search, order, and eat without ever having to take a call. It's free to use. You just type in your address. Grubhub tells you the restaurants to deliver to that locale along with the photos. You search by cuisine, restaurant name, menu item. When you find what you're looking for, you place your order online or by phone, uh, free of charge. You can even opt in to get order updates via text or on the website so you know when your food's on the way. They give you access to reviews, coupons, special deals. Uh, they've got a 24-7 customer service team that tracks each order and makes sure you get exactly what you want. To get $5 off your first order over $10, go to grubhub.com slash RT and use code podcast. It's like a free five bucks, so you may as well do it. Uh, go to grubhub.com slash RT, use code podcast. Thanks to Grubhub for, for supporting Receive Podcast. Go check it out and get like half off your food. You're gonna, you have to eat anyway. You may as well not talk to anyone and just get it delivered. It's good. I love it. It's like I, I know that I live in the future when I can get food and things I need without having to talk to anyone. Uh, does the said. delivery man still show up and knock on the door? Unfortunately, yes. Okay. The delivery as soon as they as soon as they have Amazon Prime level <laughs> drones, you're set. I'm sure they're working on it. <laughs> you know what you should do? You should put a sign on your front door that says like Ebola inside, and like they'll push it like a stick, like you're in an African village. So put the bowl of food on your porch and just push it. You won't <laughs> see anybody. Get one of those old school like mail mail drop thingies doors. I can't words. Good. What's a, what's a, a pet hot? door, but for food. Someone uh, on Twitter pointing out that Miles has the new community design shirt on. Oh, yeah. John Windy thing. What is that? It's uh, We Are Rooster Teeth. It looks like it's supposed to be a 3D thing. Yeah, it messes with your eyes. Yeah. That was that was me showing it to the viewers. That's, uh, Shut up, like internet. Mess, how do you mess with people's eyes by making a noise? Well, it has <laughs> the effect. You know, it's a one immersive experience. Man, how many people came at you this last fucking week? To tell you that Gavin was right about how many senses there are. Oh God, it and was nonstop. Like, and all they did was link some dumb fucking like YouTube show or QI or something like that. They'd say like, "Oh, look, Gavin was right. Here's a show with like two couple of dickheads sitting around a fucking <laughs> table saying exactly what Gavin said." And I totally listen. Just because somebody does a fucking study and they determine these things, I I disagree. They can publish it and I can still say I fucking disagree. There are not forty senses or whatever. How can, how can gravity be a sense? We talked about this in the panel. To me, it's like a sense of like you sense of gravity, not gravity. Well, whatever, a sense of gravity or temperature. Wait, what is a sense of gravity? Is in like gravity affects you? Or no, like, you feel that you have gravity. If you, are, if I get a sense of balance. Like that seems like an extra sense. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think he's a sense of temperature is one of them too. Like you can detect temperature. That's just touch. That's touch, right? Yeah. That's like a subcategory of touch. You're not okay. touching anything. Here, you're touching the air. Dipshit. Your skin's touching it. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> so when it's hot outside, it's the air that's hot, and your skin touches it. What if the air isn't hot? Then it's cold and your skin touches that. <laughs> I'll say the same thing I said before, which is like to take temperature. It's not a sense because you can't lose it. Nobody gets an accident and they can't feel temperature anymore. It's like yes, you go to a hospital and the guy's happened. like, oh, he doesn't have a sense of temperature. People that would also be losing your sense of touch. If you lose your feeling in your legs and you can't, you're like, you don't know if your legs are hot. That'd be, that'd be touch. Like, I, you can lose right. your sense Rising of touch. Reisinger has no smell. You're he saying, lost the sense. No, he stinks. He just can't smell anything. No, he lost his sense of smell. Or he never had it. You're never saying found that it. the air is touching so, your John. skin. Yes. And that makes you feel cold. <laughs> yes. What if you're in space and there's no air? Can you feel cold? It's the air. You, you also have an internal temperature, too. Just like you can see parts of your body, you can also feel parts of your body. I can't feel the temperature of my heart right now. <laughs> but you can feel your when you get a fever, you can feel that. You feel that you're hotter. Maybe I found somebody who doesn't have a sense of temperature. <laughs> Here we go. You're like John, I've never had a fever. I, but I, I've never you've met never a guy had a fever. Uh, no, I've never. Um, no, I don't. What the? You met you? a blind guy, right? You, met, you now know a guy who doesn't have a sense of smell. Yeah. You met deaf people, right? Yeah. Okay. 
There you go. Have you ever met somebody who can't feel temperature? Have you ever met someone who can't stand up because they they don't have any balance? No, ever. Somebody who's lost their sense of balance, like other than that, they're totally physically fine, but they can't. They don't have a sense of balance, and it's gone. And so, what do they do? What do they do? They go one of those mechanics dollies and just roll them around. <laughs> what is that? Isn't there something like if if your inner ear gets fucked up, you like you lose your, you can't, you yeah. can't balance very well. Now, I think this is what I think we're getting at. I think this whoever did this fucking study, or whatever. I think they blurred the line between a sense and an ability because somebody has an extraordinary ability of good balance, and you can have a poor mm-hmm. balance, but that's not a sense. That's not, not a sense. Arguing All right, things. shut your eyes. Go ahead. Touch your knee. Okay, that's the other thing, too. <laughs> he didn't do it. <laughs> okay, no, no. So He's avoiding it, too. Gavin. That's the other thing. That's the other thing, too, is that that's what I was thinking about when we were talking about this last week, is that if it was an independent sense, how does sight help my balance? Because it does. If I shut my eyes, it's harder to balance if something's moving than if I can actually see visual cues. It's easier. All your senses work together. Oh, you're telling me sight helps me with my hearing or my, my smell? If I can see something, I can smell it stronger? No, no, no. Seeing something makes the smell connect to the memory of that thing quicker. I can identify it, but it doesn't smell stronger because I can see it. No, but you you use both to get to the same conclusion, to get to the conclusion faster. Right, but they don't augment each other. They work independently. (laughs) There's a difference between... I get what you're saying, Gavin. I get what you're saying. But I think there's a difference between your sense of smell and your recognition of a smell. Those are two different things. Like, if I smelled something super, like a durian fruit, I never smelled it before. A what fruit? A durian. Is that what it's called? It sounds like an alien. What's it called? I have no idea. What, oh, I've never heard of it. It's called durian. It's Why are you just, laughing at I've him? Never he, never heard, he never heard of it before. It's funny. So, like, if you smell a durian, and you're like, this thing smells like shit. It smells terrible because it's a horrible smelling fruit. But you've never smelled a durian before? You wouldn't recognize that it's a durian, but you'd still be smelling it at the same level because your sense of smell is independent of everything else. Yeah? Yeah, and if you saw it, you wouldn't go... Oh, this smells way worse because I can see it. I have right no there. idea how this doesn't, how this means gravity, sense of gravity isn't it? I think sense. senses, like when they identified the five senses in a person, these are five if independent you were, things. If you were in free fall, go ahead, with no other senses, you would know. <laughs> you don't hear or see. I'm sorry. I I'm just imagining smell. a deaf, blind yeah, you that's falling exactly from that's the plane. But that's you're in the vomit funny. comet, you would know. What I'm saying, what I'm saying is that I believe that you can feel gravity. I believe that you can. But I think that's a su- sense of touch overall that you but feel. But you're not touching anything. You feel the weight of gravity on you. You are. T- you are. It's the force of the earth on you. That's what you're feeling. Like if I take your shoulders and I push them down, is that a sense of shoulders? I mean, is that like <laughs> you're saying? It's not, but it's because it's the same thing. It's just there's a physical thing me doing it or is that your sense of touch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If I, if I grab your, sh- your shoulders, I push you down, what is that sense? It doesn't become a sense. <laughs> Gavin's like, you've answered your own question. It's shoulders. <laughs> the sense of shoulder pressure. Duh. Sense of pressure is one. Okay, so the pressure would, is one. To me, that's just touch as well, because that's pressure pushing on your body. Yeah. And it's like pushing here. Once again, if I put you in... So you said the inside of your ear is touch. Inside oh, of my what? ear is touch. That's are you hearing. About the balancing again? What are you talking about? What well, it? like you can feel pressure in your ears first. It's, it's where you feel pressure. Yeah. Why wouldn't you have a sense of touch in your ears? Do you just associate touch with your fingertips? No, I'm. D- uh, uh, you got another sponsor read or anything? <laughs> All right. All right. 
but I, I, my point I was trying to make is that people will always cite things on like some on the internet of like, look, he's absolutely cite. right. That's the sense. Uh, I just don't. I just don't one, agree. One I simply, <laughs> I, I simply don't agree, and I don't think it makes you right or makes me wrong or me right and you wrong. Although it probably does, but I just don't agree with those people who say that. I think there's five. Do senses. you agree with the the shape of the Earth? Yeah. Why? Because uh, because a shape is a <laughs> geometric. It's a mathematical. Fact. Wait, why are you asking that? Do you not agree with the shape of the earth? It's no, a, I do. It's not it's a, a, same, like, why a you... sphere is not an abstract concept. A sense is something that's made up. Everything's made up. <laughs> like, it's, <laughs> all, it's all the brain anyway. It's all the brain anyway. <laughs> 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 it's all the brain. I'm going to go for a college degree and I'm going to day one of shop. It's all the brain. I'm going to go. <laughs> Fuck. Well, <laughs> I think is. you just became Carl Pilkington. I think that's the most <laughs> Carl Pilkington thing you've ever said in your life. <laughs> I don't remember talking, we probably have talked about this in the podcast, we talked about everything, but, uh, I learned that based on its size, mm -hmm. that a, the earth is smoother than a cue ball yeah, on a pool table. Ooh. That if you shrunk the earth down to the size of a pool, pool ball, mm -hmm. that it would, it would have less variation in surface than the average, uh, billiard ball, essentially. It'd be dense. What's that? It'd be dense. It would be, yes, it would be dense. <laughs> totally different discussion. You, you think you could only live on God's pool table. Any other pool table, it would crush it. <laughs> It would have a serious sense of pressure going on. <clears throat> I love you, Gavin. Um, did you hear about that uh, that girl from the Netherlands who over the weekend uh, tweeted threats to American Airlines? I was yeah. fucking with American Airlines today on Twitter, just like fucking around with them. And I heard about that afterwards. And I got worried about it. <laughs> yeah, she yeah. got fucking arrested today. What was her threat? She, she got she arrested. Made? Yeah. Well, so yeah. all right. She, Dummy. she tweeted at American Airlines something like, uh, my name is Ibram. I'm from Afghanistan. Uh, I'm in Al-Qaeda. We're going to give you a big surprise on June 1st. Bye. Oh, fucking Hashtag duck. bomb. <laughs> <laughs> they, they replied the with a scary message. Yeah, they replied something like, we, we take, take all threats seriously. very seriously. We've reported you this message and your IP address to the FBI. Uh, yeah. She tweeted that on Sunday, and then on Monday got fucking arrested. She, she did a bunch of tweets after that saying, I'm sorry who she was. No. And the last tweet was, I blocked the FBI just to be sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, she, she kept, she's, she's obviously a little kid, right? Yeah. Like, oh, like not fully understanding what she's doing. But she Once kept, again, somebody fucking up in a way that a lot of people have fucked up before, but she's going to get held to this like global standard now where she's the example by which we hold everyone. So oh, she was yeah. saying things like, I'm really, I'm really scared. I don't know what to do. And then stuff like, oh my God, I just gained 3,000 followers from this. Awesome. <laughs> and then it's like, she was like <laughs> alternating between like hating it and reveling in it. <laughs> so she actually got arrested. Yeah, she was like, oh, if my parents find out, I'm going to be in so much trouble. <laughs> American Airlines, like, give us a follow Friday. So do, do American Airlines have the IP? I doubt they go have back the, to the tweet. I like, hello, my name's Ibrahim, but the actual user account is Queen Demetrius <laughs> with the and name Sarah. Sarah. <laughs> with the name Sarah. She didn't even think to change that. Yeah, she's not, not the sharpest tool in the shed. Like, yeah. I, so, and then I, Everybody's I just, done something dumb like right, that, but, though. <laughs> she's 14. She's 14. That's so stupid. It's so stupid, but she's 14. You're supposed to do dumb shit when you're 14. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to an extent. I ever, did you have a friend who called nine 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 at one point and hang up and didn't know they traced the call? No. Uh, my friend's little sister did that. She called nine one one. She's like, "We're getting robbed!" Ha ha! And then hung up, and the fucking cops show up at her house. Oh my god! Yeah, it was a big. Do you deal. have to pay for that if the cops show up? I, I don't know how that worked out exactly. I don't. It was you know, just a kid. It was like, just, don't fuck around, kid. But it's, mm. kids probably scared shitless. Cops show up. You know what I mean? Mm. Kids don't. Kids don't understand consequences. I mean, mm. I was smarter than that at fourteen. I would know that, but. Yeah. Really? If I was on the internet at 14, you'd just be porn all day long. Yeah. Fucking Twitter. I would not have used Twitter at all as a 14-year-old. Why? Porn. 
You do more than 24 hours a day. 24 hours a day. If I'm on the computer at 14, yeah. Teenage boys are fucking disgusting. You guys Amen. know what I'm talking about. Amen. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I, uh, you ever go through and like just out of curiosity, see like, uh, see like, man, this is somebody I know follows 900 people. It's like, who the hell do they follow? It's a weird thing that you can see on Twitter. You can actually go through and see who other people follow. Mm-hmm. And also you can all see <clears throat> in what order they followed people. Yeah. Which is its own interesting. And that commentary. was the thing that we had on our site for ages. And we've always kept that secret. Like you can't see who watches who on our site. You can't see who you're watching, which is what we call following essentially. Yeah. Well, you, you can see who you're watching. You can see who you're but watching. You can't see, you who can't see who's watching. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And we, we had a view log where we just made it easy to find the public information. Like, Oh, Gav- Gavino made a post in the slow-mo forum. You know, or commented on this, or commented on this, like public stuff that you mm-hmm. could find anyway. Just we just made a place where you could find it all. Remember how people got upset when we made that? <laughs> people available? lost their shit over that. Oh, wow. They said it was going to encourage e-stalking, is what they called it at the time. Even though you could just search it anyway, right? We did it with all the public stuff. Yeah, hmm. yeah. But I'm always surprised when I like people I know the number of people who follow porn stars on Twitter and Vine. It's just like, just like, and, the, and it's funny because it's like, oh, the friend from work, oh, the friend from the bar, mm-hmm. you know, guys we know at different companies. 18 porn stars in a row. <laughs> yeah. and, and then it's like random people. Yeah, the, uh, the old <laughs> who else you should follow thing, very useful. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Once you find one of them and you yeah. click, 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 click. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that thumbnail pic. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm, I'm interested in that. In, in yeah. that. I'm interested in these products and services. <laughs> so I, what, will, what will happen to Abraham? I don't, I don't know. Um, Sarah Abraham. <laughs> I mean, she got arrested, so I, 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 they're probably just... Yeah, probably just she got arrested her. in the yeah. Netherlands. That's not... I'm going to get another beer. They're probably going to limit her to like three joints a day okay. and uh, <laughs> and maybe only hash on the weekend. It's I hard when you're a teenager. Yeah, I got big Bernie dick, right? Cool and blends. Um, so speaking of dicks, you were telling a story right before we started the podcast. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I was. Um, I had to go to the doctor today, and uh, I had to do I had to do a urine test while I was there. Pregnant? And... Uh, well, we'll see. Oh. <laughs> uh, I had to do a urine test while I was there. I've never been in a position where I had to do a urine test and I didn't have to pee. And I've never felt more pressured by a little old lady before in my entire life. <laughs> like, and on top of that, like, cause I, I did it, I did it right before work and I was like, okay, cool. Uh, talk to the doc. Everything's good. She's like, oh, by the way, uh, do this drug test thing. I was like, oh yeah, cool. It'll just take two seconds. You're gonna have to pee in this cup. Mm, I went before I got here, but okay, sure. I'll give it a shot. And then the, to add on to it, she goes, and you're gonna need to do it. All the way up to here. And I'm like, do I do I need to or is it encouraged? That's that sure. I do. I hate That's the pressure. feeling of peeing when you don't need to pee. It's not pleasant. I, like, I didn't think it's I was like going to be doing, but I I believed and I willed it did out. Did you like refocus all of the sweat in I your body to, like, down I to your dick? Just like concentrate, <laughs> hold my hands up, spirit bomb style. I I went above and beyond too. I went above the line. Thank you very much. So, right. so you had an overachiever. You had someone in your bladder. You just didn't really. I just feel had to, like I had to go searching for it yeah. deep inside somehow. So I just my inner sense of touch. So so it's, it's all the brain. <laughs> it's all the brain anyway. There was I didn't have to pee. I just brained and then I could. So a sense of pressure. Yeah. Does pee go old? I, yeah. Yes, yes, it does. I've, I've got a story about this. Because I was thinking, like, he could have just used like piss in a cup I could just when he was seven or something, and just given well, it. I think just when, put it when, in the microwave. So it feels <laughs> <laughs> when you when you do like uh, testing like that, they try to make sure that you don't bring in outside piss. But one one year, I was taking chemistry in high school. <laughs> Party piss. Uh, I think I was in tenth or eleventh grade, and like as for our chemistry class, we did like basic rudimentary urinalysis on ourselves. And uh, so we had to like bring in urine samples and we like boiled it or whatever. Dude, the- if they did that today, they would shut down the fucking school. <laughs> they, they did that you when bro- I was in school. You brought in your own piss? Yeah. Uh, it wasn't in my class, but they did a, they did a urine test to, uh, to, in like the upper level What'd you science. test for? 
I don't remember. It was right, fucking million years ago. Like so the shit. problem with the test, though, is we did it the week before spring break. So we finished mm-hmm. all the tests and everything, and I was like, cool. I put my leftover piss in my like drawer with my supplies and locked <laughs> it, and then went on spring break. And then like was out of the I was out of school for the whole week. Came back that next Monday after the break, opened up my drawer, and it was the most foul <laughs> uh, cup of old piss I've ever seen. You're like, compared to the other cups I've ever seen, out of old cups of old piss. And I have seen some cups. It, was, it had shit growing in it. Oh, It was absolutely disgusting. And so I went to go throw it out, and I opened it. <laughs> why why? No. Why'd you do that? Because I was going to just dump it out in the sink. Oh, in no. the sink? <laughs> I, I should not have opened it. Like, instantly, people started running out of the classroom. <laughs> 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 It was in your classroom. <laughs> it was. God, I hate these stories when you guys tell them. Oh. It's my favorite. It had like shit floating in it. It was absolutely disgusting. Uh. Okay, so long story short, if you're going to spring break, throw your piss away. <laughs> Remember, kids. Can't have stale piss lying about. Not going to have any of that. Right, Bertie? <laughs> it reminds me of a story that's making me sick thinking about it. Go on. Which is, I tweeted, I tweeted, and I wrote a journal about this on the Rushi site. <laughs> I got really excited. You guys did not watch. You guys ever watched the Romero zombie films? Yeah, the Dawn, say, yeah. Dawn yeah. of the Dead. Did you ever watch Day of the Dead? The second uh, one. I think. Do you, I don't think so. Okay. Did, uh, no. Wait, is that the one after Dawn of the Dead? Yeah, Night of the Living, Living Dead. dead. It's just the third one. Yeah, yes. well, it's the third one, but then there's they made ones way, way later, like is that the military city of the one, dead, where his yeah. head gets like pulled off, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So talk <laughs> about that scene in a second. That's what I was getting towards is at that ugh, that scene. <laughs> but uh, it's really gross to begin with. But uh, in Walking Dead, uh, uh, the TV show that's on AMC, they just recently did the most amazing thing because uh, they put a cameo in Walking Dead. They put a cameo zombie, a celebrity zombie in. They put the Bubs the zombie, Bub the zombie from Day of the Dead. The smart zombie. The smart zombie. They put him in. He's in one of the crowds of zombies. The actual actor. I don't think it was the actual actor, they but they, made they put the collar on his neck uh. and everything. They dressed him in the same clothes and everything. And it's like, he was on screen for like two seconds. I was like, that was Bub. I was like, that was like, and I totally caught it. I totally, it's really weird. They did a That's reference awesome. that obscure and, and I caught it. And, uh, anyway, I made a journal about that. But your story is what I was thinking of when, when you, when you started telling that was, in the behind the scenes of Day of the Dead, they talked about how they had to do the scene. This is gonna get pretty gross here, uh, where <laughs> the the zombies get in. They like pull this one dude apart. They pull out his guts. Nice. And the uh, the way <laughs> <laughs> the way I'm so excited. The the way that they uh, the way that they uh, tried to fake that was they tried to come up with like like they tried to make it like Tom Savini was like the visual effects guy back mm-hmm. then with Romero. I don't know if he worked on Day of the Dead, but he was one of the famous ones that worked on it. Uh, they couldn't fake it very well, so they actually went out and found a place that would sell them a butcher that would sell them pig entrails, like okay. like actual intestines. Uh-huh. So they would do that, but there was some kind of thing where they did that, and there was a uh, they they kept in this refrigerator, and then they moved to a different set for like four or five days. Oh God! And then they came back, but they realized when they left the set, somebody just to save money cut the power. So yeah. the but the, <laughs> the bucket of pig entrails sat in a fridge that then powered down and cooled down and like turned into a, like a hot box. I feel sorry for whoever opened that. And they opened it and said it was the most disgusting thing ever, but because they were so low on money, no. they couldn't like no. throw them away. They had to use them in the scene. And the extras are like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh so some bunch of zombies going. 
They would go, they would go like, they'd be like, rah, 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 rah. <laughs> so you would cut, they go, they actually had footage of them. Oh, God. Oh, so just like, keep rolling. So they were so low on money. But they could still spend it to keep the cameras rolling to get oh footage of them God. reacting. Yeah, I guess they were that tight. Like, they, oh. I think it was to go get them. They were going to have to burn a day or two, which is a lot of money on a movie set. And they may literally made the discovery when they needed the pig and trails. Oh, right. God. And they were just like, oh, the zombies were like. <laughs> <laughs> the moaning's really loud in Oh, it's so gross. So gross. Oh, that's God. fucking awful. Yeah, it's, I think it's on the behind <laughs> the scenes for Day of the that's, Dead. So that's got to be like the, the worst casting call ever to be an extra in a movie, right? It's like, you're going to be a zombie. You need to play with rotten pig guts. Oh, well, and apparently those uh, might have been the same one, but those those anytime you get like a mass amount of people and you got to put prosthetic makeup on them and a lot of makeup mm-hmm. just turn, turns into like a like a, a mass production line. You know what I mean? Where you're just like moving people through and you know like like what do they call it? Mass assembly? Like an assembly line. Assembly yeah. line. Yeah, you're doing that stuff and you put it on. But then at the end of the day, after eight hours. They were pulling these things off and like the glue they used to make sure they looked good all day. Right. That like people were passing out from the pain of like oh. pulling off the appliances at the end of the day. Holy shit. It was like shit. a regular thing that people would pass out doing it. They just put pig guts next to the unconscious ones. <laughs> yeah, wake you wake up. right back up. I really, so I really love the Romero zombie stuff. It's good. But well, like, you love slow zombies. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I do too. It's like, it's the best form. It's do you watch like- Walking Dead? No. Okay. Is that slow zombies? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's all, it's like, uh. I'll give it a go. Yeah, the graphic novel was basically have, just like. Have you played the Walking Dead games? Yeah, I've played uh, up to season two, episode one. Yeah, so you say no, slow. Yeah, I mean, I didn't. <laughs> don't know if the show is any different. Ah, uh, true. That's true. Fair yeah. play. <laughs> I didn't realize in the game. Oh, <laughs> Sorry, I was just mid swig there. I didn't realize in the game that it's not just zombie infected people that turn to zombies. What do you mean? Like, what? if you die, you just turn into a zombie. Oh, in what, really? dead, in The Walking Dead? Yeah. Is That's that, pretty much the way it is. No, it's pretty much the way it is in every zombie. Know, no, if you if you die of natural causes in a zombie world, you don't turn into a zombie. It, 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 it all depends. I've seen on which some universe. zombie scenarios do that, where it's yeah. like a so a, almost walk, like a, it's, a virus or a bacteria that infects. In Walking Dead, the TV show, if you die, you're you're a zombie. I don't watch a TV show. It, it, in The Walking Dead, this is a a little bit of a, a, a very high level for the world spoiler. There you go. Uh, that they discovered in season one or like graphic novel book one um, is that everyone is infected. Right. And just like getting bit by a zombie kills you, and then but if so you, you die, to, you turn. You have to kill a dead person. Yeah, yeah. You have it. to shoot him in the head or whatever. Wait gotcha. for him to turn and do it. But the thing is, is like you but don't like, really know that that's the case because all of the dead rose up in every zombie apocalypse. Every, all the dead rose up, so that something must have triggered them to turn into zombies. Oh, they, that's, no, an, no, no. that's an excellent point. Yeah. Wait. I mean, but, how does a zombie apocalypse start if the dead don't just naturally? It, a, a it living, all depends on if you're talking about like yeah. if it's a virus if, if, contagion if, if, or if it's the when there's no more yeah. room in hell. If not every zombie depends. rises up. Sarcastic. If it's like a <laughs> no, that's my favorite version of it. <laughs> if it's like a 28 days later style thing where it's a Fuck virus, that. it starts with like a patient zero and yeah. that person spreads yeah. it. And that's, so, all but, the fact that you brought in 20 days later into a zombie discussion is going to get you a fucking. It's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know it's the rage virus. It's the whole other thing. Still living, right? Let's go ahead and say Left 4 Dead's a zombie game too while you're at it. Yeah. Hey, 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 hey. I, I like zombies like anyone else. We're all <laughs> <But> friends here. <laughs> in the Romero ones, Calm if you down. just die of starvation or whatever, you stay dead. Here's the problem. Here's the so. problem. Probably, maybe, but, but in the movies it's that way. But, but no, see, movie. when you watch zombie movies, nobody dies of a heart attack. I mean, it'll be a shitty like, oh, just so happens this guy died of a heart attack in a Day of the Dead movie. They all get bit by zombies. I mean, that's part of the movie. I mean, it's like. That's the threat of the world. I've never seen a zombie movie where somebody died of old age or natural causes. I know? always thought that, that for the virus wait, wait, wait. to spread, they in, have to... In, 
Walking Dead season one, isn't there a character who has a heart attack? But Walking Dead is there is and there's a starved character too that's yeah. that's a really crazy moment in the yeah. video game. But in Walking oh, Dead they sp- explicitly say that it, you know it's a if you die you have the virus in you. Right. Yeah. You, yeah. Even if you die of natural causes. So if like a survivor shoots another survivor. But in other things like in Shaun of the Dead, if you're dead and you get bitten by zombies, you don't reanimate because your blood stopped moving. So it can't pass the virus around the body. What was the moment in Shot of the Dead where they revealed that fact? Yeah, I don't remember that Shot of the Dead either. <laughs> yeah, why would you say that? I, I really like Shot of the Dead, but nobody in Shot of the Dead died of natural causes. They get bit and then they come back. Yeah. No, some people are dead. Some so people their, their, their are sense dead. of death was great. <laughs> so uh, what was the moment? Yeah. What, what did you see? Maybe you saw an interview with Simon Pegg where he said that. Maybe or commentary. <laughs> there's, there's like four different audio. Could you ask Gavin a follow question? We just gave him a follow question. You always get this look. Here's what happens with my brain. I like find a path to information, and then my brain severs the path, but it keeps the information. So it's just like useless little blobs of disconnected information. So your, your sense of mental direction is off. Uh, here, I'm gonna read this other thing. Read the other thing. Uh, I want to remind everyone: this episode of the Received Podcast is also brought to you by Hulu Plus. You've probably tried Hulu on your computer. Hulu Plus is so much more. With Hulu Plus, you can watch current season episodes of your favorite shows like Modern Family, The Daily Show, and Scandal. Watch every episode of shows like Nashville, Lost, and Doctor Who. You get ad-free movies and kids shows too. Now more than ever, there's so much to watch. Take total control with Hulu Plus to stream these shows and thousands more as much as you want, wherever you want. Uh, Hulu Plus works on the computer, smart TV, Roku, Apple TV, Xbox, PlayStation, um, pretty much any streaming device you already own. You can even watch on your phone or iPad while on the train, at work, the dentist, in the bathroom. Gross. Uh, you can block off a data binge. You'll also get access to originals that you can't get anywhere else. Check out the new show, Deadbeat, a comedy about a pot-smoking guy who talks to ghosts. Binge on all 10 episodes now. Uh, for only seven ninety nine a month, get your shows anytime, anywhere. It's like a quarter a day. Right now, sign up at HuluPlus.com slash RoosterTeeth. Get two weeks full access completely free. That's a whole week more with this special offer when you sign up at HuluPlus.com slash RoosterTeeth. Get with it. Start streaming TV now with Hulu Plus. It's two weeks free when you go to HuluPlus.com slash Rooster Teeth. They just got an Emmy nomination for their original show, uh, Behind the Mask, which is one of the shows we had uh, promoted previously and talked about. So congratulations on your nomination, and you're Hulu welcome. Plus. <laughs> um, so s- what? Okay. I was going to say, you know, that Heartbleed security bug has been in the what news a lot that lately. About? What? Uh, Explain it for those who don't. It, it's it's a... Uh, it's a okay. So when you know, like, let's say you go and you're looking at a website and you want to make sure it's secure, you see like the little lock and shit, right? Sure. It's like this website is secure. Well, that information is transmitted securely using a protocol called SSL. Uh, it's like secure sockets layer, mm-hmm. so it's like no one can <clears throat> see what information you're sending. One of the popular ways to create SSL sessions is with a piece of software called OpenSSL. This isn't anything you run on your computer, probably. It's like the servers you log into run this. Well, there's a, been a bug in OpenSSL for like two years that allows a third party to intercept the data that's supposedly secure and steal uh-huh. information. And that bug is called Heartbleed. Uh-huh. So um, there's been a lot of rumors about it. Rooster Teeth, luckily, we're, we're fine. You know, uh, I think the day after the Heartbleed uh, bug was announced, we were already patched against it. Like before it even hit the news, we were we were already secure. We had some middling internal server stuff to clean up that took a little longer but it's it's fine we're we're protected against it but um people are 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 curious now they said you know this bug's been out in the wild for two years some people are saying 
the N- did the NSA know about it, and have they been exploiting it in order to steal people's information since mm. they could eavesdrop on supposedly secure conversations? Right. The thing about OpenSSL is it's an open piece of software. It's like an open source thing where people can contribute to it. Uh-huh. What I wonder is, did the NSA code in the bug themselves, <laughs> not tell anyone, and then just let it sit there so they could then exploit it and get everyone's information? Why do they even need to do that, though? Why do they need to listen to all of our phone calls and steal all my fucking texts? That's how they get off. You know, I think they're doing. I think you know. We talked about this with the plane thing. I think they just archive all that stuff in case they need it. I mean, I think it's a political advantage where if they yeah. just archive everything and they can archive it, then if Gavin gets to be a prominent political figure, God help us, they all. can they can just go through and search mm-hmm. on his stuff. That's what I think. I don't think they're actually looking at any of that stuff. I don't think they're processing it anyway. I think they're just archiving it all in case they need to. It's just too much data to look at at once. So mm-hmm. if you could pay a thousand bucks for your history just to be wiped from all those thousand bucks, yeah, done. You would do it? Well, there's the, uh, what's the, the Nixon Act? The, uh, Freedom of Information Freedom Act? Freedom of Information Act. You can actually, you're supposed to go to the right and find out everything they have on you. I think they, it's not uh, after 25 years though. There's, there's I a, I think that's public record. Oh. Like that's for like their act, their activities. But there's, you're supposed to be able to see what they have on you. I think so. And I want to say, I think they denied Angela Merkel access you're right. to look at yeah. her own file. Yeah. Who is the, uh, the prime minister mm-hmm. of Germany? Mm hmm. Something like that. Yeah, she they, filed on the Freedom of Information Act. They, yeah. they would not disclose the information they had on her. <laughs> well, that's fucked up. Yeah, this it's is like a world up. leader who's supposedly one of our biggest allies, who's like one of, who is the biggest financial power, sorry, in Europe. <laughs> where, where can you go on this planet? For, people, without- people, in, people in Twitter are equating the NSA to people on Steam. Just like, I'll get this in case I need it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you your never information know. is a Steam sale. Oh, I can get Bernie Burns for $3.99. Yeah. I'll probably never look at it, but sure. <laughs> you never know. I may yeah. get bored one Sunday. <laughs> but it's one of those things, like, if somebody does rise, like, if, you know, if the, just like, for instance, Obama's uh, birth certificate became uh, yeah. such a big fucking deal. Big deal. And imagine if they had an archive of, like, all of those personal conversations at college. Jesus. I, I, I would want, not want that. You, mm-hmm. Your age, you have probably half your life is probably fucking archived at this point. Yeah. Somewhere. I don't, and, I don't and, care either. If you're not, if they're not doing it, the best thing is you're doing it yourself. Like yeah. you're putting all that stuff out there. Everyone is, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I heard on uh, when I went to pick up the pizza earlier, I was listening to NPR, and they said that um, in order to better target people for audits, the IRS is now scraping information off of social media, like Facebook and Twitter. Uh-huh. Well, people bragging about money, bragging about trips wow. and, and stuff that they bought. It's like if you are reporting low income, you know, how is it that you were able to take this trip? Or buy this car, or do these huh, things. Interesting. So now so it's they like have, if, they, they've automated processes to try to scrape all of that information and tie it to p- individuals' accounts, so that they can develop a profile as to whether or not you're potentially a tax cheat, and they need to further investigate your uh, tax returns. I'm imagining all those people that like Photoshop themselves into really cool places. <laughs> it's like you were hanging out with Brad Pitt in Egypt. <laughs> What's up with that? <gasps> Leaning up against a car. I like that you you put together Brad Pitt and Egypt as like the ultimate extravagance. I, I was like, I was like, go for a celebrity, quick! What's a place? What's a place? But it's the joke. I love Miles like with a camel. Brad Pitt, like they're right by the pyramid doing so the pose. It, dreams up. coming true. Would that include stuff behind Adopt me. the friend wall? Like, no, supposedly they're only doing okay. the stuff that's publicly viewable. I had a great link. Unless you're friends with the IRS. <laughs> yeah. No one. No friends. Like. I had a great link shop on Facebook. It said, uh. Here's a good link to help you trim down some of your friends if you've got too many. And you click it, and all it does is search your friends for people who like Nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> and you can just remove them. There was a, a promotion I thought that was really good. That What's wrong with Nickelback, by the way? 
It's just an internet I mean, thing. Everybody it's what, no, it's just like a laughing stock thing. band, isn't it? Is it? I mean, I like some of the stuff. There's a lot of shitty bands. I always wonder how Nickelback just got like coined with that. Like, why wasn't something. it Metallica? Because they actually went after the internet at one point. Metallica. Again. Now listen, Metallica fans. Metallica's a great band. They fucking rock harder than anybody. They did go to Congress. And I can imagine that's the password to get into a concert. You say that to the dude. <laughs> but no, they went to Congress. <laughs> they were complaining about MP3s and all that stuff, which I, I think was totally legitimate to do. And I think the rest of the music industry was like, let's see how this goes. <laughs> let's see how this goes for them. And it didn't work out very well, but they kind of, they then, you know, completely turned that ship around. Metallica could have gone down in flames. Because they were trying to take on piracy when nobody else was. Right. Yeah, they, they tried to go up against Napster. And there were all those, like, satirical flash animations made about them making fun of them. Yeah. Yeah, but the, uh, also, did you uh, did you hear the strategy that, uh, God, it was a smaller group. I want to say it was, like, Iron Maiden or Quiet Riot, like, a, a band that hasn't made stood the test of time the way, quite the way Metallica has. But and so they were using piracy. They would track all the torrents. And they would see where they were being downloaded the most, and they would plan all their concerts there. And they made a fucking bundle doing that. That's a great strategy. That's really funny. <laughs> and how do these old rockers, how do they figure that out to do that? It's I'm, brilliant. I'm sure, yeah, they've got someone on their marketing team who's like, well, let's just go there. Yeah. You can't download that. Everybody like in a suburb outside of Berlin is downloading your music. Let's go hold a concert. They'd go and they'd fucking sell out. <laughs> that just sounds like merch. an idea that an old rocker would have, though. Yeah. It's like not a real... It's not like a techie idea. After you explain like the a, internet to them for 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, like, what's this love? <laughs> let, me look, let me look up and see who did that. I like give how old rockers that. are British for you. <laughs> well, obviously. Yeah, absolutely. They're all on uh, uh, Spinal Tap. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I recently went to go, speaking of music, I went to go see Nico recently to talk uh, RVB12 stuff. And, yeah. uh, while I was did you there, say speaking of old rockers? <laughs> no, I said speaking of music. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow. Mm. You know, Nico, oh, I love. Too soon, dude. <laughs> uh, right. No, I went to go see Nico and he told me this story I loved. He, uh, he used to work with this guy that was like super, super conservative, Christian, Republican, like everything, super right wing. Uh, really nice guy though, loved him to death. And uh, they worked really closely in an office together or something. And Nico was working really hard on night, fucks something up and gets incredibly mad and shouts, Jesus Christ almighty. Ooh. And immediately stops himself and he turns around and the dude's sitting there and he's just staring at him with a smile and he goes, that's right. He is almighty. <laughs> <laughs> That was like the best thing I'd ever heard. Like, you oh. know, you've been in those situations where you've fucked up real bad. You said something you absolutely shouldn't have said, and they just go along with it. And it's great. It's like, you know, saying something, oh, when are you expecting? I'm not actually pregnant, but uh, I do have a food, baby. It's like, thank you for not fucking crucifying <laughs> <Yeah>. me. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, my, favorite, like, my favorite story in that regard is when Jack told the story about the worst first day job story ever. When he got a job at a radio station and he dumped a glass of water into an eighty-five thousand dollar mixing board, I thought it was coke. It was, it was or a something. cup of coffee. Oh, it was <laughs> coffee. Yeah, it was something sticky. Yeah, God. First day. That's, that, that's it. The that's microphone. That's why he doesn't drink coffee now. Scarred yeah, life. Just like that's it. Yeah, coffee. You and me are done professionally. So, uh, Bernie, someone on Twitter, uh, IDK Blue, was saying it was Iron Maiden. It is Iron Maiden. I got it right the first time. So, yeah, it was and they were and they're from the UK. <laughs> Famous heavy metal band from the United Kingdom using online metrics to identify fans that download its music, but the group isn't taking the data to file a lawsuit against those fans. Instead, it's using the information to perform concerts for them. All right, love. <laughs> Hello, what's this now? Well, they download all the music, Twitter, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, what, did you guys hear about the the flap about uh, James Franco and the Instagram user? Yeah. No, wait, what? Yeah, he was trying to shag like a seventeen year old English kid or something. Right. 
Yeah. She was in New York for her 18th birthday. Yeah. And like her early, or like early 18th birthday. And they took a photo together and he said, I'm just all from memory here and totally paraphrasing. But, uh, he said, tag me on Instagram. She did. And then he started the conversation with her because she tagged him. Yeah. Like uh-huh. direct message. And then of course she posted all of that stuff. Yeah, of course. So way to I ruin feel- it for every other girl. <laughs> <laughs> 17 year old bitch. <laughs> hey, 18, 18. <laughs> like, so many other girls that could have hooked up with James Franco, but now he's going to be gun shy because she fucking spilled the beans. He told, he told oh, you're, no, you're unhappy because she didn't break the law. No, it's not like it's, well, first of all, it's, listen, no one's going to argue it's not weirdly creepy. 35 to 17 is a big gap. But it's, it wasn't illegal. Yep. It wasn't even illegal by UK standards, was it? I thought you have to be 18, don't you, in, in no. New York? Oh, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. We're consent, not those guys. Know this. Like, it's 16 in the UK. I think, I think they were very clear to say he didn't break any laws. Right. But he just I feel like, sorry for him. He, how does he know? Yeah. It was, he, he, he's a celebrity. He wants yeah, to and you're right. Some. He doesn't necessarily know yeah, how he, old she is. Yeah. yeah. He had no idea. Just, he's like, do you have a boyfriend? She goes, not while you're around. So that's like, <laughs> all right, yeah. we're, on, we're on a pathway here. Things are going okay. And then it's like. I guess the fourth or fifth tweet he got to read in the New York Post. Yeah. <laughs> like, all of a sudden, she stopped replying. <laughs> and then she was, she was kind of mean about it. Like, oh, I just rejected James Franco. Like, yeah. Like, what that's bitch. Yeah, that's what happened. Uh, he showed up like, on, on really S- sour guys over here. What bitch. <laughs> he showed up on SNL, like, even making fun of it. Like, he did a, a walk-on when oh, Seth really? Rogan yeah. hosted the, on Saturday. Yeah. I like oh, did he? Yeah. 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 You gotta make fun of yourself. It's like, that's just like, you know, I mean, what can you, what can you do? I mean, that's the, one of the major pitfalls of social media is that anything can be copy and pasted anywhere else. Like, there have been people that, like, uh, girls that accidentally tweet nude photos, like, celebrities, like, oh, no, my account was hacked. And then there's the other celebrities that are like, fucking oops. Like, they just <laughs> own up to it. Like, well, those are my tits. <laughs> I appreciate that. Who did that? I think Kat Dennings did that. She was like, well, I just posted myself naked. Who, who was it that did that? that yeah, was I, don't remember. That I don't was remember. Response. And James Franco's response was, yeah, I probably shouldn't have flirted over social media. <laughs> I should know better than that. I mean, he totally owned up to it and everything, you know? I'm sure if it had been an actual illegal thing, yeah. then he pr- might have been a little more careful about yeah, it. But yeah. at least he owned it, you know? Yeah. So I guess it didn't work out with Daenerys Targaryen. What does that mean? Weren't they doing it? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh, all right. <laughs> I thought someone would know more about it than I did. I didn't know anything about <laughs> it. One, you, you, knew the most, you knew the most, apparently. <laughs> Is that a thing? Anyone else in the room? Anyone? Nobody? No. No. Nobody's on his phone. Room full of people. Nobody knows. <laughs> um... But I, you, I keep I keep forgetting to bring it up. We should we should mention those tumblers. Oh yeah. Oh go for it. So There's we some have tumblers. some new tumblers. Uh this Done. is a, a Ruby one, a Rooster Teeth, and a Chima Hunter. You can put your drinks in them and drink them. Here, give me one of those. Which one do you want? Uh give me the Ruby. It's over oh, here. There you go. Man, oh, taste. Oh god damn it. He did it on purpose. Now. He just wants to give you the Achima oh, Hunter one. Give me the Achima no, Hunter. No, god damn it. <laughs> Are these clean? I'll put my beer in here. It's still good. I'll drink my it's beer out of the straw. Oh, it smells gross. No kidding. They're clean. I'm being told in my ear that they're clean. <laughs> I'll drink my I'll drink my next beer out of this. When you when you get something from the store, do you always wash it like a Absolutely. lot? Absolutely. Yeah, me too. Absolutely. I'm a yeah. fucking nut about it. I I, I have to. Got a little ruby cup, huh? You're not yeah. showing, you're giving the rooster teeth one. You said yeah. you you said you wash it also. You don't strike me as the kind of person who would be like careful about that or want to wash it. No, that I'm weird in that regard. Like if I drop something on the floor, I don't give a shit. But if mm. it's like been exposed to people, yeah. then I'm weird about it. Like, I always think about that about the mini bar in a hotel. It's like, there's people alone in the room with that mini bar food, you know, for several, several days. Like, many people checking in and out. And what I just think people are. No, I'm what, just saying it's like, like you just don't know. You know what I mean? You just don't know. You don't know what's going on in that hotel room when you're not there. The yeah. last time I was in Vegas, I. Um, it's a weird thing if you think about it. Is it? It is a little bit. They're in <laughs> a little bit weird. It's a little bit weird. The last time I was in Vegas, uh, I checked into my room and there were two fridges. There's like the mini bar fridge and there was another fridge where you could put your own stuff. 
And I had a bottle of water that I had had from the play. I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to put this in, in the mini fridge and it'll be cold and I'll drink it later. I opened up the mini fridge and it was filled with, it was filled with Reese's peanut butter cups, nice. Cheerios, fucking nice. score and uh soda. I think it was Pepsi. I was like, Ooh, did they okay. not clean this place out? Like, did they not clean the fridge out? Cheerios. They left it for you. Yeah. Cheerios were in the fridge. I was like, <laughs> what kind of weirdos were in this room before me? <laughs> you know something I can't do that I see people do it? I could never eat candy and drink soda at the same time. That's like, it's just too much. You're just not trying hard enough. No, me. it's too much. It's too much. <laughs> did you have a bad experience? No, it's just like, it's, like, it's, well, it's a lot of sugar. I feel like you if know? you're eating candy, then it like throws off the taste of the soda. Like the soda just tastes weird because you're already eating something that's super sweet. I get that. Yeah, it's just it just it doesn't taste right. Just don't do either. Yeah, I'll tell you what I do, Gus. It drives me crazy when I buy anything new, and I wish this would stop. And I'm proud to say it does not exist on this product. And I'll make sure I'm gonna go and see if we, we're doing this with these things. I fucking hate stickers on stuff now. Mm-hmm. They put stickers on everything. Yep. And it seems like everybody uses the cheapest possible sticker they can get. They'll make a nice product, and then they'll get the half a cent sticker and jam it on there to when you peel it, the paper comes off, and yep. the fucking glue circle stays right there. And then, if God forbid, you put it in the fucking dishwasher before you get the sticker off of it, because then it's there for life. <laughs> don't you think there are more important things in life to worry about? No, I, it's infuriating. I fucking hate that. Stickers are... I hate stickers. I can't tell you how much I hate stickers. Right. I, but also, you could do this. Oh. Nope, I can't do it. I don't no, because when you touch it, when your sense of touch interacts with it, and it's different, fuck no. I don't like it when I get games and it's covering up the pretty box art. I really like box art. I like I like owning games. It's like my library of games I can look at, and then they got it's nasty GameStop stickers. Waste of time. People, waste by the way, are very mad on Twitter right I now. Like it. I'm, I'm, I'm stopped reading. They're, they're mad on Twitter arguing about the census thing. But somebody put it. Somebody put the argument more concisely than I was able to, which was like he that we're. All confusing sense with sensation. And we think that's what it is like. Sensations are not senses. Your sense of touch gives you a sensation of gravity and a sensation of temperature. But those are not innate senses themselves. That's it. And then people are saying, you're arguing with science. People have studied this for years. And my argument is a sense is not a finite concrete thing. It is an abstract concept that we define things as senses. It's all in the brain. I I can say, okay, I have a sense of hair. Like I know that I have hair. So I have a sense of hair. It's an abstract, you're setting boundaries for something where there's no concrete evidence for it. It's like, we, we made up the thing called a sense. We didn't make up a thing called a sphere. We identified there were things <laughs> in, the, in the universe called spheres, and we studied them. A sense but is not a thing. There's a electricity like, in your hand that's doing your brain up, and that's... It's like this. It's yeah, like this. so what I have sense of finger is what I'm saying. A sense itself, to define something as a sense, is the category that this is a sense and this is not. That is the abstract part. I'm not saying the sense of touch is abstract. You have a sense of touch. I'm saying calling it a sense and that this is a sense and this is not a sense, you know, like sense of walking, you know, <laughs> sense of movement, sense of balance. It's like you can just name every sensation you have and call it a sense. It's a slippery slope. Look, in, in the movies, the Avengers are made up of Tony Stark, Captain America, the Hulk, and a few other people. But, you know, in some comic books, there's an extended universe. Sometimes that includes Spider-Man, Wolverine. I think we're just arguing semantics here, Scott. Yeah, it is semantics. Interesting. It is semantics. God forbid we argue semantics on the Rooster's podcast, yeah. Miles. I, I was like thinking about that. They had infinite, what's it called? The infinite crisis. So, in, D, in the DC universe of comics, there's the Christ, infinite crisis, which is basically the DC multiverse where all the different shit happens, and then basically it allows them to kill people and nothing matters. Right. And so, are we at that point with comics now where it's just like, they Joker can kill Batman, Batman can kill Joker, 
and then they all come back the next week and it's like totally fine. This is the moment I knew I could not get into the world of comic book reading when I walked into a comic book store and I saw Superman versus Alien. As an alien from like <laughs> Predator versus Alien, like, like Guy has got like aliens. With I like alien. how you go straight to as an alien from Predator versus Alien. Well, like he, 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 they had work before. I that, know you that, know. but I'm, <laughs> what I'm saying. Have a very I career. know that. I know that. You but look like at the IMDb, that's like way down on the list. What I'm saying is, there's too many. Al- fuck you. <laughs> there's, there's too. I don't know why I went with that. There's yeah. there's so many alternate universes, and like you said, like this character's dead, but not in this universe, so it's okay. If right. It's, it's too much. I can't. I can't deal with it. A person's death doesn't mean anything until like the next. It's just these are storylines have been running for fifty, sixty years at this it's, point. It's, it's if the alien lot. from Alien bleeds on Superman, does it melt him? No, because he's got that radioactive bullshit from the sun. What yeah. if he's not in the sun though? What if he's on the alien planet? Well, you I know, know you got to read the book is. to find out. <laughs> <laughs> they have Batman versus aliens too. Get him, get him, soups. <laughs> Don't fucking take that. The, the crazy thing is, is like there's I can actually have a justification for that because if like. uh was it Jarrell? Is his father? He's programming the thing to go to Earth. That'd be right. a tough calculation. What if he fucking missed Earth and he went to the alien planet and landed there instead? As what a be- baby, yeah, that's like- fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> and the aliens raising his mama, dada. I'm just gone. That's the end of the Superman story. It's <laughs> <laughs> the shortest comic book ever. It's like two pages. Like, and then all oh, the other ones are blank. That took a turn. <laughs> Yeah, I pay money to own that comic book. I do love too that like I display that shit proudly. I like that those aliens are called aliens. No, they're xenomorphs. Like they're like no, no, they they doesn't say Superman xenomorphs. That says Superman aliens. Because aliens is like the franchise. It doesn't even say versus. It doesn't say and. It's Superman Superman aliens. aliens. Oh yeah. What if and really when you boil it down, isn't that comic alien versus aliens? Because Superman's an alien. What if Superman? What if like? What if the Kryptonians weren't like humanoid at all? What if they looked like a xenomorph? What and if it was sent? The, it was sent to Earth to save. What us? if that's the twist? The alien is really Superman, <laughs> <laughs> and Superman is the alien fucking up their world. Yeah, it's it's like the alien has to come and save us from Superman. It'd be pretty oh, funny God. if that was Jarrell. So like. You know how, you know, the aliens give birth by, like, they implant the egg into your stomach and then they chest burst out and Classic. Then they grow. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's great. Great. Uh, if that happened to Superman, like, if Superman got a face hugger on him, would that alien just be trapped inside of him until it starved? Because <laughs> it wasn't screwed. strong enough to break out. And then he just gets really bad indigestion yeah. and then that's the end of the, that's it's, the other way that story could have gone. He wakes up after eating at Smith and Walensky and, like, <laughs> lays down on the tile of the bathroom floor for a bit. <laughs> he gets in the tub. <laughs> turns on the water. Just lays there. Roll credits. Uh, <laughs> speak, of the, speak of those alien eggs. Griffin just carved one I out of wood. I saw that. See that. That was it's incredible. Crazy. It's not in your stomach either. It's in your chest. Well, that, I, don't, I, don't know. I don't I'm sure it says exactly what it, it is. It goes down your throat, doesn't it? And then bursts your chest. Yeah, no, no, that, that, so I think it goes in your chest cavity, though. I think it's where it goes. Well, it travels through your throat, so your throat leads to It's like in the stomach. movie, it like bursts out of the chest area. No, it does burst out of the chest, but it's like when Sigourney Weaver, boiler, had one in her, they showed it like wrapped around her heart and stuff, wasn't it? I mean, oh, no shit. But it wouldn't make sense because when they when you you don't get... You're able to walk around like you can walk around not knowing you have one in you. Yeah. And it seems like if you had a puncture in you your You've got cave. a few hours. Yeah. Or I think it varies depending on whichever fucking They also made it so the face hugger couldn't be removed without injuring the... Yeah. It tightens the, around your neck. The tube. That, the, of all the things in like alien movies or anything like that, I would least want to experience that moment of a face hugger grabbing my face, shoving its appendage down my throat. And I would lay. gag. <laughs> that would be... <laughs> That would be pretty rough. (laughs) 
That would be pretty rough. There's no way I wouldn't throw up all over that little face. Who, did, like, the, who designed that? Like somebody had to sit down and like think of that. There were some posts on Reddit about the guy that did a lot of the art on Alien. Was it Geiger? Did Geiger? Design? Yeah, Geiger. I don't remember. I just remember the post was about how fucking creeped out the well, cast how, how was by they, him. The writer was Ed O'Bannon. It was either Ed O'Bannon or Dan O'Bannon, Jesus, the brothers. I watched uh, it just the other one week. One of them died, didn't they? Uh, but I, Geiger did the Alien design. I believe. he did the character design. I don't know if he did like the mechanics of like the gestation period and the life cycle of this. So how do how do those aliens exist if there's no other creatures? What do you mean? Because they oh, need to true. lay eggs down parasitic. someone. Well, that's, if, oh, that can, creature doesn't have a mouth. Well, that's it. the thing. They wipe out everything. So they, they take over the population. They use whatever it is. And they go into like this dormant stage, which is how they get found in the first alien. You're essentially asking what came first, the chicken or the egg, right? Yeah. Didn't they do that in Prometheus? That was the origin of uh, the that movie was terrible. They, it was well, pretty, that, that, they, there's parasitic animals on Earth that can't live without other animals. They just developed that way. Oops. Sorry, Siri. <laughs> yes, Siri. Please find that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think in Prometheus it was just like finding them and reactivating them from a dormant state. There was like a black like goo my that just came up. Whoops, <laughs> sorry, Siri. Whoops, sorry, Siri. You ever, you know, my favorite thing to do is when you open up your uh, your browser. Not my favorite, but you open up your browser on your phone, and it's essentially just a. Hey, by the way, this is what you were looking at last. Oh yeah, it's like a. It's suddenly like a time warp back to whatever the fuck it was. Yeah, time warp. My favorite. Well, no, my favorite was like I, I use my phone for something. Months go by, and then I'm like, oh, let me open up my Safari app, and it was a picture of a pug wearing a Batman mask, and I was suddenly transported back to this place of happiness and remembering the conversation I was having. Okay. I don't remember it now. On iOS seven, it does keep a lot of old tabs. Yeah, it goes really far. Back. Um, did you see that video someone released where they tried to make uh, the Windows Phone Cortana talk to Siri? That was a spoof video. That was that was Arsenio oh, that was Hall, Arsenio Hall did that video. I, okay. He he definitely did a spoof one. You, there might be another one yeah, you're talking about. Go like, ahead. Someone like tries to talk and like send a text message, and he makes them try to talk to each other. Um, they just get stuck in a loop. Right, where they get, this like, one was stuck. obviously a parody. Like okay. Cortana had a big attitude and stuff. Oh no, no, this was yeah. like trying to make them talk to each other and have a conversation. Remember Talking Carl, the app? Oh yeah, where you talk to and repeat what you said. People put two of those together and just said like they started the chain and they started going, "Hey Carl, what's up? Hey Carl, what's up? Hey Carl, what's up?" And then it was after like three back and forth. So it was like. <laughs> it was like the best generation loss and that compression <laughs> yeah. was like it was horrifying one was of the awful. best uh prank calls i ever saw was uh, it was a radio station in san antonio that uh they called one chinese food restaurant and then put them on hold and then called another chinese food restaurant and then had them talk to each other they're trying to take it the order for each other yeah it was like hey you call uh chinese restaurant uh, how i help you no you call uh oh, other, no 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 i'm not terrible. doing a racist accent this is what they fucking sounded like it's not racist that's what it fucking sound like <laughs> it's racist when you do it no uh, fucking I'm, bring I'm, it on I'm, internet I'm that's what they fucking sounded like i'm retreating a tumbler for safety <laughs> <laughs> but it was no they just ended up yelling at each other and were arguing over who called who it was one of the funniest things i ever heard yeah Fuck you guys! I'm not gonna be the Metallica of this podcast! Well, I, spilled, I spilled my beer to save you, Miles. Oh, oh. oh, you gapped it! Thank God we're leaving this place. You can fucking crash it. This is our last. Yeah, this, this carpet's is, gotta go. This is, this I'm so carpet's happy to be done with this place. Let me, let me read this. Maybe we'll Miles can find a that. poor immigrant to take it. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, Jesus! <laughs> Only Thanks, because guys. an impression first. Uh, speaking of which, <laughs> now I want to. Re- no, I don't. Uh, I want to remind everyone this episode of the podcast is also brought to you by Squarespace. Thanks to Squarespace for supporting the Rooster Teeth podcast. Squarespace is the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website, portfolio, or online store. Squarespace has been around for nine years. They're constantly improving their platform with new features, new designs, and even better support. They got beautiful designs for you to start with, and they have a ton of style options so you can create a unique website for you or your business. They really. They recently released 20 new customizable templates, and every design automatically includes a mobile experience that matches the overall style of your website, so your content looks great on every device, every time. 
Um, Squarespace, Squarespace, Squarespace has won several design awards, including FWA, the Webby's, Forbes, and the Awards. Hey, we're up for a Webby. Hey, we are, we are up for a Webby. Their customer support team has also won awards, most recently a Gold Stevie Award for Outstanding Customer Service. Squarespace is commerce-ready to provide a powerful and flexible e-commerce solution. You can set up shop and sell things quickly. Uh, Squarespace is good for everyone, whether you need a simple website solution or you're a developer and you want to get into the code. There's so much you can customize with Squarespace. It's also cool you can embed a uh, Twitch TV player on any page on your Squarespace website and share your favorite gaming moment. Squarespace starts at just 8 bucks a month. includes a free domain name if you sign up for a year. If you haven't already, give Squarespace a try. You don't need a credit card to start building your website. When you decide to sign up, use offer code ROOSTERTEETH. Get 10% off. Show your support for ROOSTERTEETH. That's squarespace.com. Offer code ROOSTERTEETH. Thank you, Squarespace, for your support. And all of you who don't have a website should have one for just 8 bucks a month with a free domain name registration. Yeah. Um, so, so we're up for a Webby. We are up for a Webby. For so just like Squarespace, our sponsor. The Grimstrom. Yeah, the Grimstrom. Uh, we're up for uh, Gauntlet Season 2. Hey. Uh, we're up for a Webby. And uh, you can actually vote for this one if you're listening to the podcast. You can go to, I think it's pv.webbies.org. Yeah, the Webbies, though. And you can go vote in the pl- uh, People's Voice Award. Uh, we're in the uh, reality category uh, for Gauntlet Season 2. So and doing fairly well, but you should still go vote. Yes, because we need all the votes we, we can have get. learned from the past. This is not a joke. I even had to say to jinx us because in the past, we when we've been up for Webby's, they do this weird thing where they have the results up mm-hmm. and then they take it dark for the last day, last twenty four hours, and then somehow are sixty percent of the votes that we're getting, and the, everyone else has like ten to fifteen percent of the votes. Somehow it goes dark for twenty four hours, and all of our we don't win. Wait, that sounds shady. It's happened the whole time. <laughs> yeah. We were up, we were actually they had way less categories uh, when we first started. We were up for best comedy site mm-hmm. uh, in 2004, and we were up against the Onion. Ooh. And like, there's two categories. There's the ones that the Webby committee selects, and there's ones that the public selects. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were just and the, the Onion at that point since like '92 had had like a streak where they'd won like every single one of them. Yeah. And people were starting to print articles like, "Oh, is this you know weird like show?" site gonna beat the break the onion streak went dark came up nope we lost yeah we were way ahead we were way was- way way ahead here it is at the people's voice awards that's yeah. fancy you vote for my little pony hand of god and look we're right there on the front online hey. film review to reality i think he's in the category which one is i think he was helping us out Oops. <laughs> so we would appreciate your vote if you like gauntlet season two and if you don't don't vote for anybody else that's all we ask <laughs> yeah that's all we ask yeah so yeah we're uh we're out of here this is the uh the last i'm so excited to be out of that tiny crappy little room <laughs> yeah the new wait. place is looking badass we're gonna have wait. a legitimate awesome studio to film this podcast in and to yeah. stream it everything I'm to do everything really looking forward to it Every- <laughs> we, we've had to like really retrofit and try to make this space work for what we do in here yeah, yeah. and uh the new space is designed from the ground up to support the things we do, do you know like that, this is our fifth location spare bedroom buda congress here here wow, wow. Yeah. number five yeah, so I've, I've seen, I've seen people uh, in the community saying, like, oh, I can't believe they're moving to their third office. It's like, nope, number five. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Continue not to believe that. <laughs> yeah, we've, we've been around for a while. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I, I just like everyone's, like, weird nostalgia about it. Like, oh, last last week in, in the room. It's so a like, little weird. I'm, I'm just going to walk out, shrug, and never look back. That's I'm what excited. you do with everything, though. You, you yeah. shrug off everything. It's just the brain anyway. <laughs> well, well, yeah, it's just the brain. <laughs> Why dwell on it? Yeah. It's weird that... Uh, like one of the first times I met most of the people here was at a. Uh, it was for a school. I was interviewing you for a school thing, and uh, you were like, "I was like, hey, can I just have five minutes of your time, Mr. Burns?" And like, "Oh, we just got a new office. We're going to do a barbecue on Friday. Coming out." And that's 
I interviewed you, and then I immediately went to Carrie because he was the closest person to my age. Oh, that's yeah. you did? Yeah, I was like, this skinny punk kid probably hates me, but eh, close enough. <laughs> skinny. How long, how long ago was that? Been kind there. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, well, next Monday, uh, the next episode of the RT Podcast will be uh, up there. Not uh-huh. here. Maybe. We'll see. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's going to be a tight. move in. Yeah, so we're, we're, we're supposed to be, Might be influx. moving in on Monday. Right. Uh, hopefully, we're set up right. and in, in, in position to do it. Pretty much everybody's crossing their fingers and just hoping that the yeah, Adam's got this working. The guy who's got the toughest job is Adam Yep. Uh, for wiring everything. That'll be the toughest deal. Yep. But we'll get it all figured out. We always get it figured out, man. He looked like he wanted to do himself in earlier today. <laughs> yeah, dude worked hard, man. He takes everything super, super seriously. Yeah. Something doesn't work exactly as expected. Like every time the, the – and he's dealing with this whole heartbleed thing. He's working on that. You talked a little bit about heartbleed before. Have you talked specifically about the, our site and everything? Yeah, we're, I said we're fine. Okay. Yeah, yeah we, were, we were patched before – uh, it hit the mainstream news, like when it was still just a technical paper. Right. Uh, we were already, you know, patched up and taken. Yeah, care those of. things are serious. Um, mm-hmm. I saw even today on Reddit they were saying, "Yeah, you should reset your Reddit password." Which yeah. means not only should you reset your Reddit password, you should reset all your passwords that are the same as your Reddit one. Yeah, Damn, and, Gavin got his finger out of the bottle before I could call him out on it. <laughs> and and uh, the problem is some sites haven't patched themselves to the point where you can reset your password, where they're still vulnerable. Oh, really? Or it's like you have to like check them and make sure that. They've taken care of the problem, so you can update your password there. Otherwise, you're just giving them the new yeah. Right. Otherwise, <laughs> you're just changing it. I've started. I've switched over to like a, a password management utility to help me oh. make unique passwords for every website. Well, that's surely they just need one password, and then they put all your passwords. Right, but then you you just have to make a unique, super secure password for that. But what, shouldn't like you fast. want all of your passwords to be super secure? Right, but you can make them all super secure with this utility. Dude, What's up with those Safari suggested passwords? Have you had that? I don't <laughs> use Safari. What, what, uh, you'll, su- you'll type your username and then Safari will just suggest a load of gobbledygook. But the fact that that's generated by the browser that's is, kind is of worrying to me. I totally agree with you. It's yeah. Like, could that? It's also like never give a website access to my camera yeah. or my camera roll. Never. But surely never. somewhere in Safari is just a list of every possible combination of password. So surely someone could take it's that list. It's probably just generated randomly. Yeah, but yeah. Su- surely someone could take its parameters for generating that and just apply it to your account. You can about any like secure thing. If <laughs> yeah. Like surely someone can just yeah, apply I'm, a I'm, code and decrypt your encryption. Yeah, but I'm sure the Safari table of passwords is smaller than the it's world. Not a table, it's not a table. It's, store it. it's generated It's just randomly. an algorithm that generates a password on the fly. But you you're can saying, make a table. You're saying you can take the same <laughs> algorithm. <laughs> you want to make a fucking table. Hey, by the way, I was going to say, this, <laughs> usually, this thermos is double insulated. Usually the way... Uh, that a random function works on a computer is that it does a call to the time and then does a, 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 a some kind of algorithm based on the time. So the time is the random number. And not just like it's 12 o'clock, but like, you know, how many hundreds of a second in the day is it? And that's how it generates its random number. So like there's, you know, in Unix, all of time starts from a single point. And the way it measures time is how many seconds is it from that one point back in the 60s? So, the so it's just like a really long string of seconds, or a really long string of numbers. It's just essentially the number of seconds since like August 31st, 1970. Why don't we like all that. switch to that time? Because it's just be, a fucking like huge number. Time zones you know what? I, I've always thought about like time zones and stuff. The way we have it now, it works. We just need to get rid of daylight savings time, which is so stupid. Well, that's because of the war, Agreed. isn't it? What's that war, buddy? What war are you talking about? World War II. Time wars? Go because ahead. Dude, Doctor Who? The, uh, they were wasting, there was coal issues wasn't there right. so like people were waking up and the sun was already up and right. people were staying up after the sun had gone down so there's wastage of coal 
And so they would switch the hours to just... Well, it was like it was in the old times where to save candles they would do it, but nobody really did it until the war. Like, here's what I've always thought about that time shift that happens. It's really... We're, I'm In Texas, we don't have the variance in the days that they do in other parts of the country and the world because we're a little bit, like, more towards the equator. Yeah. More, a little bit. Uh, but I always got the feeling, like, in the winter, it would get... Or let's go to summer. In the summer, we get dark and say... Nine o'clock at night, mm-hmm. and it would get light again. The sun would come up at about six a.m. in the summer. But then I always got the feeling that they just went in like this, like it was just it would get dark at six from both ends. Yeah, and it, mm-hmm. but it, not that it would shift. Like, does it shift right. like this? Because what what does shifting the clock by an hour help? Doesn't that window of daylight just get shorter evenly, or does it like ro- rotate across the the clock? Do you get what I'm saying there? The day does get shorter as a whole, but then they can move the bit. They can move the window where you want it. I think, right, yeah, but since, why not just set the window to the most optimal one and then just leave it there? Because why, think, why would one be more optimal in the summer? S- sunrise changes depending on the time of year. I get that right, sunrise changes, but so, also sunset changes in the same way. Doesn't it shrink the day? Right. Or does the day, like, shift? Because that's well, what's going on with daylight savings time. Right, well, they move the start of the day earlier. Because I think that's ultimately what it boils down to. Is they don't care about the end of the day. They care about the start of the day. Sure. Uh, so they move the start earlier since there's daylight earlier. What I'm saying is and if you move- set that point in the winter, that's the low point of mm-hmm. daylight. I so why not just leave it there for the summer too? Because then it's like, then it's dawn at like four in the morning. Right. And then like at five 30 in the morning, it's just fucking bright as shit. And you're like, I got to get the, up now. The actual difference between the length of a day in the UK is, is really, it's like a huge difference. And yeah. Uh, in, in the Texas middle of, it's not, I don't have much in the middle of winter. It. You get about eight hours of daylight. Yeah. And the, on the like, 21st of June or whatever, you get almost, it's like 17, 16, 17 hours of daylight. What? It's crazy. Yep. Because so, they're so far north. Yeah. They're so you, far north. You want to change to Unix time? Britain's Unix time started crazy. January 1st, 1970. Right now, it is... That is that why when you have a corrupt file, that's always the day yes. on it? <laughs> right now, it is 1,397,526,893. So will I have... And that to- changes every fucking second. That's why we don't use this time. <laughs> <laughs> that would be tough. Yeah. That would be tough to tell people. I already forgot the number. Plus, do you really have, <laughs> I say in Austin, it's like, too, it's, uh, I love Austin a lot. I love the attitude of Austin, but one of the places where it bleeds into that it just kind of drives me crazy long term is that if, like, you were going to go in your hoodie and your jeans and your, what do you call those? Trainers? What do you call it? What do you call those? I call them, shoes. I call them sneakers. Shoes. So, shoes. there you go, shoes. And we're going to go, yeah, but shoes are a real thing and those are fucking child. What's your sense What's of shoes? shoes? He's got, he's got rubber soles on them. Like, he's, they're sneakers. They're wearing sneakers. Like, Miles, Dude. you're wearing the same kind of shoe that Miles is to me. Do you want to hear something interesting Go ahead. about Converse? Go ahead. Right? So, Converse, if you buy a new pair, you'll notice that around the edge is all fuzz. It's like tiny little hairs. And the middle is grip. And that's because if you have a shoe with over 50% fuzz, it can be classed as a slipper. And you pay way less import tax on slippers than you do on sneakers. I learned an interesting thing about that, too, where someone was telling me that human-based toys pay a higher tariff than do just regular other toys. Like if you have a... Like a doll? Like a doll has a higher tariff than a stuffed dog. There's a lot of weird loopholes that you can abuse to get... get, Like I think it goes from like 35% extra tax to about 3% if it's a slipper. It's crazy. Yeah, and the person was telling me that as a result, X-Men toys don't have the tariff because they're mutants. And somebody, right, exactly. somebody realized nice. they can classify them as mutants and not humans. Wow. And that they pay way less tariff on you, X-Men toys. You know, I, I read, or I, I probably heard That's this. That's a totally second-hand story, by the way. I know the person told it to me. I don't call him out because they don't work at receipt. I heard, uh, I heard this uh, on NPR, but uh, <laughs> I, they were, I was listening to a story about 
importing vehicles into Turkey. And it's like these these trucks, I think they're called sprinters that are, are manufactured in Europe, get exported and brought into Turkey. But if you bring in 51% of a vehicle, you pay the vehicle tax on it. So what they do is they make this whole vehicle on the assembly line. Then when they're done, they cut it Im- directly in half and make two fifty percent of the vehicle ship it across the border <laughs> then when they get it they have another factory that just put some back together wow that's that way they can get around the, the vehicle awesome. how much did tax. that cost to set up though but sure. it's like they could save a ton of money over time i guess yeah that's awesome i love loopholes like that it's so interesting to me it's just like that one percent it's like the fact that they can find specifically where 50 percent of the vehicle is <laughs> well it, it's the same with if you uh, if you cut money in half, like cash, you have mm-hmm. to have 50% for them to replace no, I think it, right? you have to have 51%. 51%. Yeah. So if it goes directly in half, you've just ruined it, mm-hmm. I think. I like the idea of, like, they get taxed on one of them or whatever. It's like, well, what's the problem with this one? Front had fuzzy dice in it. A little more percent on that one. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. <laughs> so is there a machine that analyzes cash to see how much percent is in the money? I don't think so. <laughs> like, how do they judge it? It's about 51%. So is, you this, have, is this like your scheme? You're going to start cutting money directly in half and then yeah, like trying like to redeem thousands. the side? So like, so like if, if you were to give somebody like roughly half of a dollar, they'd take it? They'd be like, Maybe they weigh it. Hmm? Maybe. Well, they'd probably pick up a lot of gunk that's... Yeah, I can't imagine what the weight of a dollar would be after like a year. <laughs> that's, that's, just, that's disgusting. Oh, we, should do, oh, we should do a test. God. We should weigh a fresh, crisp dollar and then weigh it, <laughs> weigh it again in a year. I read a crazy fact that the, the, there's a, some... Like Walt Disney owned amphitheater where the cushions in the chairs are calibrated to be the same absorption for sound as a human body so that mm-hmm. the absorption of the stadium is the same whether it's filled or empty. <laughs> to help rehearsing. That's fucking musicians. brilliant, dude. That's kind yeah. of pessimistic. That, no, so because they rehearse in empty. Oh, okay. Yeah, they yeah. rehearse in empty amphitheater. That's very clever. Yeah. Very, I think it's very clever. Yeah. That's very clever. It's better than hauling a bunch of dead bodies <laughs> for rehearsal. <laughs> that would be way worse. Yeah. That'd be a lot harder. But you were talking about security. I was with somebody this weekend, and I'm not going to say who because I don't want to compromise anybody else's security stuff. But we were obviously, you know, we know a lot of web development people or video game development people. A lot of people work on servers. A lot of people work at consoles everywhere across the board. Uh, I was with somebody this weekend at one point, and they were like, oh, on their phone. And I was like, what? And they said, I just typoed my password on my phone. And you put it down. Everybody else at the table was like, oh, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, just type it again. It's like, no, I typoed my password. So now I have to go through this like, quintuple verification process that if you, if you, they make one mistake on like logging into their email or the server, they have to go through this long ass process to recover their own account basically. Wow. And he knew it was going to take him like 30 minutes to do it because he typed That's it. That's awful. Yeah. Oh, you, know what, you know what that fucking reminds me of, Gus? <laughs> Something that happened a few months ago. It was like two oh, weeks ago. My, it Fuck. was not, no, this was months ago. It was ago. a month ago. This was, this was multiple months but ago. It wasn't that long ago. It was, no, because it was long ago because we hadn't started production on RVB12 yet. <laughs> oh my fucking God, I just remembered this. So, the, uh, oh whenever God. this happened, like a month ago. Two months uh, ago. Like a month ago. Several months ago. A month ago, Emily calls me over, and she says, I just got this weird email. Can you take a look at it? And I look, and it's like a a, a Microsoft account verification Mm -hmm. email. And she says, "Uh, I guess I I have this account, and someone recovered the password. And I looked, and it was like one of our shared email accounts. Like, sure was. That's really weird. Someone was able to – or someone was able to log in, and they added a phone number to your account. Yeah. It's like, I don't know that phone number. Do you know that phone number? No, I don't know it. Yeah. So I said, "Well, let's call it and let's yeah. see. Uh, let's see if if we recognize who picks it up." So I I pick up the desk phone, and I, I instead of calling off of line one, I call off of line three, which is not our main number. And I call it and I hear, "Hello." I'm like, "Uh, wrong number." 
And I hang up. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know who that is. We we got to we got to we got to report this. So well, you were judging earlier, the voice based on hello. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, earlier that morning, uh, I'd come in to start working on RVB, and uh, we have to do this thing where every now and then Halo Four will kind of forget that we downloaded some maps, so we need to connect it to Xbox Live to say, hey, don't worry, we do have these maps. Please give them to us. We have shit to do. Um, the only problem with that is whenever we connect to Xbox Live, it says, hey, would you like to sign in with your password? And we say, sure, Xbox, I would love to sign in with that password. And we type it in and it goes, great, great, thanks for that password. Hey, um, would you like to add a phone number to help th- make things more secure? If you say no, it says, cool, fuck you, and you don't get to do anything. But if you say yes, and says, okay, great, we're going to text you a four-digit code. Yep, just, just pop that in. Do it. Send it in. Great, great. Thanks so much. We've sent you a confirmation email. If you could please respond to that email so we know that you're the one that had this phone, that'd be great. You go to your email. Thanks. I'm see, I, I see that you put in the phone number. To make sure that this email is secure, though, we're going to send you a second email, and it goes on. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not making this up. It's like a 10-part process to sign into Xbox Live and then do this other shit. And we have a lot of characters in RVB at this point in time, so you have to do it a lot. Do you have, like, um, a spreadsheet with all the I have I have several spreadsheets, yeah. Kevin. Um, so, um, so uh, whoever set up the original Red versus Blue why accounts... Looking, why, I had a sense that the, the all of a sudden sound was directed at me there. <laughs> what is that? Whoever set up, set up the original RVB counts for, like, Caboose and, and Griff and a few of those characters, they didn't just use, like, a, an email address for that character. They used, like... The store email address. I just or, used whatever the fuck we had available. Or the administrative That's email it. address. That's all and, I did. Um, and uh, because of that, I uh, I don't know the passwords to all that stuff. I'll, I'll try and enter it and it'll say, hey, this password's wrong, uh, but we can text you something, blah, 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 blah. And I tried doing that and, um, and it didn't work and I was like, ah, fuck. And that day we decided to just make new new profiles and accounts and all this shit and God bless the Adams for helping. Um, but then later that day we get an email from Adam saying like, hey, guys. Remember, don't use this password because it's been compromised. Just today, we had somebody try and hack into something using that old password. Stop using it. I'm like, oh, fuck, man. Uh, all of the old REB accounts use that password. I got to change the password and all these. So now I get Adam to help me, like, changing passwords. We're getting emails and text messages and calling people and fucking changing all this shit. And at one point in the middle of all of it, I'm sitting next to Adam Ellis. and I go, hey, Adam. What kind of breach did we have today? And he goes, uh, somebody tried to get into a Microsoft account <laughs> password. I go, was it the admin Microsoft account? Yeah. Why? I'm the hacker. <laughs> I'm the hacker. You, I'm the one that hacked. And, and, earlier, and, and earlier that day, I know, I started to go, I'm the hacker. What? I'm the hacker. Look, and I point to my email, and I, I I have the email. It's like, hey, that password doesn't work. And he goes, no, 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 no. No, we, we called somebody today. And that's when I remembered I was standing in the <laughs> fucking break room waiting to go to the bathroom. I get a call, and I go, I don't know this number. Hello? Oh, wrong number. Hang up. And as soon as I hang up the phone, I go... I just start answering random numbers as, hey, this is Miles. What I love is that you were in the break room. We're literally like 15 feet away from <laughs> each other. We're on the phone. There's no walls between us. <laughs> we're having a conversation and we don't hear each other. 
I was like, Adam, Adam goes, oh my God. And we like ran into each other. I was like, it was you. What You're the man on the phone. Colossal waste of time. It was such a Total fucking waste, waste of time. Oh my fucking And by God. the way, every season we say we're going to rectify that and get all that stuff straightened out. Never fucking do it. I fucking did it this time. And you, no one, no, like whoever replaces you won't be able to find the fucking list. Yeah. <laughs> it'll be, 12 seasons. It'll, no, it'll, it, hey. it's always existed, but then when you need the list, you can't fucking find the list. Season 11, we got fucking controller holders. Season 12, I'm bringing in the list. I got this. Well, also, they're they're gonna eight to get the stickers on them. That's, that's <laughs> changed security policy, you know, after that as well. So it's, it's not going to be useful in two years anyway. Probably. You know what pissed me off, though, about the Microsoft security thing? When we were trying to come up with new passwords, yeah. uh, I put in a new password, and it goes, that's way too many characters. I fucking I, hate that. I cannot believe that. I it's like, it's mm, pretty secure. I don't know about that, Miles. And then, after all of this, there was that story. I think we talked about it in the patch last week where that five-year-old kid in San Diego yes. fucking figured out that <laughs> if you enter a wrong password and then you just enter a bunch of spaces, it lets you in anyway. I turned to Kyle. I'm like, I wish we had that fucking kid working here. <laughs> kids, are awesome. kids like that are awesome. I love it. I love it. Did you ever accidentally like set up? Oh, here's Miles' vacation with Brad Pitt. Oh, dude, I remember that day. Look, I didn't get my tan yet in that picture. I'm so white. Somebody called God, me. Skinny, Hold on. Let me call it. Somebody sent me that on Twitter. I was oh, going to say, that's really fucking He's got the dumbest fucking Twitter handle in the world. <laughs> I'll just retweet it. His name is Jeff Fuzzi. That's by her you, name. Sorry, Angelina her, is the one that Jess. took that picture. She was great. She How did was, you afford that trip, Miles? Uh, well, you know, I got a few businesses on the side, and let's not talk about it. I own a car wash. The, the IRS is now going to have a serious discussion with you. Oh, great. <laughs> her name is B B B B B B B B Knowledge <laughs> on Twitter. I'll just, just, I'll uh, just retweet her. The IRS on Twitter, and you'll be good. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I'm gonna friend them, favorite, retweet everything. I want, I want on their <laughs> well, good side. When I was listening to that story, they, that's one of the things they said at the end was like, you could always try Charm Offensive. They only have 22,000 likes on Facebook and 50,000 Twitter followers. <laughs> but good luck with that. Oh my god. Who is like on Facebook is like, yeah, I like the IRS. Like. <laughs> the IRS. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna do the that IRS. right now. I'm gonna do that right now. Work for the IRS? <laughs> uh, all right, well, we're at about time. We should wrap things up here. Uh, yeah. So, so thanks everyone for watching. I'm checking to see if there's anything uh, else. We'll any other updates from a new location next week, but Ugh. hopefully with the exact same set. Uh, thanks everyone for watching, and uh, we'll see you guys soon. Bye. <sighs> <laughs>